Blog Talk Radio. Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone can ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. Here's Sonny Clark. team on the uh, picks today, but I do know why, but I didn't want to give it out right there. I wanted to make sure that they were all set and ready to go in Wembley Stadium and uh, already kicked off and ready to go, and they are. Uh, We'll talk about that when we get Cuervo in here, uh, at least to get started. Some interesting games here today as the fight continues as far as injuries throughout the NFL, they are going to be evident today. That's one of the reasons why I have one of my upset specials going on here today. Um, I know right now there are some teams that are just kind of like hanging around. And I don't know if that means they're good yet and, Parts of me says, of course, that's not because they're good yet, but also parts of me say, are they improving? Because they're not teams that are good. And no, it's not the Jacksonville Jaguars. Folks, if you want to drink the Jacksonville Jaguar Kool-Aid, you go ahead. Get yourself punch drunk on that. It's not going to happen. Okay, once they get back into the States, they turn into the Jaguars of old, and that is not a good thing. All you got to do is watch this football team. They're not a good team. And that breaks my heart to say that because, of course, I am a Jaguar fan, and I want them to do good, but just like the Dallas Cowboys, okay, I'm a Jacksonville Jaguar realist. Same thing with the Dallas Cowboys. So when I beat up the Jacksonville Jaguars, like I do very often, and then when I beat up the Dallas Cowboys, what I do very often, it's not because I got hate. It's because I'm a realist. And I've been watching this Dallas Cowboys team now up close and personal. And what I mean by living in the Dallas area since 2005. I want to tell you right now, I know what's going on here in Dallas. 
I know when they are drinking their own Kool-Aid. I know when they're not. And a lot of times they get punch drunk on their own Kool-Aid. So you got to watch for that. So we're going to be doing that. We're going to keep our eyes out on it. Some some great games going on this week as, as far as matchups, as far as what's going on. I already got a fantasy question up and running. And the fantasy question was real easy. Do I play Doug Baldwin this week? Yes. Play Doug Baldwin against quite possibly the worst, worst. And and let me just say it. The worst secondary in the NFL in the Indianapolis Colts. This team couldn't get off of their own rocker if they got a full rock all the way back to push forward to stand up. So, yes, Doug Baldwin all day. This guy might go off for 220 yards and four touchdowns if they play it right. Now, there is some question about whether or not it's going to be played right. And what I mean by that, real simple. Whether or not they'll let Russell Wilson control this game and put the ball in the air. But it's got to be about the yakety yak in that Seattle game. Because I don't think we're going to see a lot of Wilson going really deep down. There's something wrong here. I watched the Seattle Seahawks. Now, my first, if you want to call it excuse, but my first explanation on why that Seattle team is not good is because of coaching. I'm not backing off of that. There's something wrong with the players and the coaches relationship that you're not getting the same Seattle uh, results. And I know why comes down to ego. It comes down to misguided intelligence. It comes down to listening to the wrong people. When you listen to the wrong people, guess what? You get the results of what you're seeing in Seattle this year. It started last year. You can say whatever you want about it. I recognized it. And I know a lot of people say, Sonny, you look for something to pick on. No, I watched the games. A a, a fine man right here in the Dallas area who was on the radio for over 30 years, okay? And my buddy, my guest that's been on my show, Randy Galloway, watched the damn game. Seriously, folks, all you got to do, if you're a Seattle guy, you just watch and take your, your allegiance of the Seattle Seahawks completely out of it. When you do that, you got to take a look at the personnel that's on your football football team. And yes, Sonny is old school. Don't get me wrong. And I do have a problem with new school football, but I'm going to tell you what stands clear is old school football. You look at all those crazy quarterbacks and all those crazy things that go up on the quarterback. What still stands today? A drop back, 
pocket passer. That has not changed throughout the game. Uh, yeah, you'll have a year there, year there where uh, you bring in the, the scat backs, you bring in the wildcats, you bring in the quarterbacks that are not a traditional quarterbacks and you want to make something of them. And guess what? You make something of them for about two or three years, and then they fall off the plate. Why is that? You give the defensive coordinators any time on any kind of new flavor, guess what happens? They figure it out. And that's why you've seen the scat backs go away. That's the reason why you've seen the wildcats go away. That's the reason why you see the zone read. It will go away. And a couple of reasons why. Number one, all you got to take a look is Cam Newton. It's a guy that's been beat up and guy that takes some unnecessary hits. Why is that? He takes unnecessary hits because of a very simple factor is, is that they allow it. The coaches allow it. You can say whatever you want about Cam Newton, and you might even be right. But here's what I will tell you. Coaches, if they were serious about Cam Newton being a good football player, guess what? They wouldn't have him running the way he does. This is all on coaching. And it's going to get Cam hurt. And he's going to end his career a lot earlier. The only person, only guy I really seen at the quarterback position, but still played, by the way, a badass pocket passer, really you had to worry about him, was Randall Cunningham. That dude can do what he had to do. So take a look at a lot of things that go on. And I also want you to take a look at a lot of things that happen as far as guys. When you look at guys, last week, when Aaron Rodgers had to bring his team down and get that game tied, was there any doubt? I got to say there's probably no doubt. And the reason why I say that, and I'll get to you this in a moment. The reason why there was no doubt is because he is a GOAT. He's one of the greatest of all time already. If that was Tom Brady in the same situation, guess what? Nine and a half times out of ten, they are going to get the ball where it needs to go in order for him to win. Now, if that's a touchdown, they'll get the touchdown. If it means getting them in field goal um, range, They'll do it. Now, if the kicker misses it, it's on the kicker. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers gets them where they need to do in order to either A, win the game, or B, tie the game. They're going to do it. And Aaron Rodgers not only tied the game, then he got the victory. And so you look at that kind of stuff and you got to say, yeah, that's pretty damn awesome. That's how damn awesome he is. So as we are all set, we are on 
That being said, it is the Sunday morning tradition that continues each and every Sunday. We are on week number four of the NFL, and that's some big stuff as well. So I'm quite excited about that. We're going to get Cuervo in here in just a moment. I just got to, you heard the ding. That was him informing me he's on his way. And that having been said, which is the name of this show, what we do on Sunday, we're going to get that first quick break out of the way. Uh, talked a little bit we're also good when we come back we're going to talk a little bit about what happened in the nfl uh on that game and just as i say he's going to come in i'm jumping to a commercial really quick Cuervo. we'll come back i want to talk about the bears and the end results of the hit and then we'll start on the games we'll do that here on the couch potato sports show we'll be right back on that being said, our Sunday morning tradition. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214 Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? 
This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your rally at Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848. Or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. All right, we made it back here into the couch to say this is the show. It is Sunday morning, that being said, our Sunday morning tradition. Take that too. Love it. So, we're already on the way in the NFL as the Green Bay Packers took on the Chicago Bears on Thursday night. Reluctantly so, our fine co-host of this program... Who will bring in right? Hit that button right there. Oh, in case you didn't know, we'll bring him on in. That's right, it's Cuervo on a Sunday morning. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, Sonny. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man, I'm rocking and rolling. Been busier than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest, but. That is just the way it is for me, because I am the hardest working man in sports radio. But that having been said, I, you know, I know, I know you felt bad Thursday night uh, because you couldn't pick the Bears and the oldest rivalry in the NFL. The everything that is football could have been defined on Thursday night uh, just because of a lot of things, um, but. The storied rivalry that is Packers-Bears um, still brings an audience there, Cuervo, regardless how good the Bears are or not, and in this case, not. Well, I mean, like you said, Sonny, I mean, it's, it's you know, the oldest rivalry. Uh, going into the game, the record was complete, com- completely even. Like, there was no advantage for either team. Uh, 94 wins, 94 losses, and six ties for both the Packers and the Bears in this rivalry. And now, obviously, the Packers are one up. But that goes to show you the history of this rivalry and how long it's how long it's been a rivalry, how even it's been. And you know, to me, I mean, that's what makes it one of the best, if not the best, rivalry in NFL history. It's just how and, and competitive not just it's been the, over the NFL, the but in sports history. Yeah, and you could definitely make that argument. Um, you know, obviously football is, is is the sport now in America, so you know you're going to get a lot of people saying that. You know, when you talk rivalries, NFL matchups are going to come up before Red Sox Yankees or. Uh, you know, like a hockey rivalry or something like that, or, or even like a, a, a Roger Federer versus Rafael Nadal. I mean, that's going to – a football 
you know, Steelers, Ravens or Bears, Packers or, you know, Seahawks, Niners are going to come up way before any of those other guys. Yes, definitely. So uh, some, I, I guess if you want to call it, um, uh, you know, backlash from Thursday night's game, uh, we saw the big hit. We saw the result of that big hit, which the NFL came down on uh, fairly quickly, fairly hard. Two game suspension for violation of the NFL play, uh, player safety rule. Uh, that means Danny uh, Trevan. How do you say that last name? I, I get it mixed. I can't say that all the time. Tre- it's uh, Trevathan. Trevathan. Thank you. Someone else say it. Make me face. <laughs> It's what I do on the calls. I let Bill handle the bad names that I can't pronounce, which is many. Um, but, yeah, they come down on him big time. Two games, uh, in fact. Is that enough? Um, I think it's appropriate, Sonny, and it's not because I'm a Bears fan, all right, for everybody listening. It has nothing to do with that. What it has to do, though, is, you know, when you say Danny Trevathan, you don't think about dirty player. When I say Andamakan Sue, what do we think? That guy's dirty, right? When I say Vontez Perfect from the Cincinnati Bengals, we think, yeah, that guy plays a little bit dirty. Uh, when we think, uh, I don't know if you remember a few years ago, Cortland Finnegan, the, the cornerback yeah. for the Tennessee yep. Titans, we thought dirty player. When you say Danny yep. Trevathan, you're like, solid linebacker, used to play for the Broncos, now he's a bear. The the word dirty does not come to mind. So it's unfortunate. You know, you look at the replay. I really don't think, Sonny, there was a whole lot of intention. Um, I do think that he was trying to go for a big hit. It was just the motion of the receiver and just the timing. And and that happens to a lot of guys. It's not just Trevathan. There's a lot of guys that – Absolutely. The the timing and the angles and the motion of the players, it just – it's unfortunate, but at that at that very moment is when is when he hit him with with the with the crown of the helmet and right in yep. under the chin, and uh, you know two games um, for a guy that's never been suspended, never caused any trouble, is not considered to be a dirty player, has a good reputation. I think is fine. Um, it's going to hurt to see him out for those two games because you got Minnesota Monday night. And then I think it's Detroit the game after that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, there's two divisional games that he's going to be out for. And that's going to hurt, Sonny. Yeah. Uh, as a Bears Our division fan, hurt games really hurt. To, yeah, so that, that's, it's, it's going to suck. But, you know, I mean, fair is fair. You know, even as a Bears fan, it's like, hey, if, if it's deemed necessary to, to suspend a guy for, for a, a hit that was – that was a little, uh, you know, violent then, you know, even, even a Bears, uh, as a Bears fan, hey, any Bears player should get suspended. So, you bet. Um, you know, it's just unfortunate that it's going to be against uh, two divisional, at least from what I remember, if I'm looking at the schedule correctly, and no, I was looking at it wrong. They play Baltimore. So he's going to miss the Monday night game against the Vikings, and then he's going to miss the next Sunday game against the Ravens. So. Oh, okay. Well, still, way, though, that, one game, are, that that yeah, division still, game is the most important one. Exactly. So, so unfortunately, we, but, yeah. Uh, another thing that really hurts some slow motion. 
I mean, really, if you take a look at that hit in slow motion, it looked like he broke his neck. So, yeah. It, well, the good and Sunday, bad of when, slow motion. <laughs> the good and bad of slow yeah, well, motion I, really kind of hurt there, question, too. Let me ask you a question, because you, you've seen the replay. Let me ask you. I have. Is it me, or did a tooth come flying out? I could have sworn I seen I've, a tooth come flying out when he got hit. Something came flying out. I don't know if yeah, there was a I big one spit, but it, I agree uh-huh. with you. It looked like it looked like a tooth. Yeah, because I was watching it at Buffalo Wild Wings, the local Buffalo Wild Wings, with a, with a uh, fellow Bear fan friend of mine, and I was like, "Dude, I said, look at that replay again." I said, "I think a tooth just came flying out." He's like, "Holy crap, you're right. I think a tooth nugget." So when we see Devontae Adams again, don't be surprised if <laughs> there's a gap in his smile. So uh, just, Art, something, just something that I that I noticed. Definitely. Hey, now, before we get back in, I wanted to talk about Thursday's game because it's already done and over with. So let's let's hop into a little college because your head coach over in Tennessee, I mean, oh, he is boy. filling the grill marks on his ass right now after that loss. Not, not, and, and, and I'm going to tell you this, Cuervo, I don't think it's because of the loss. I think it's how they lost that game. I, I've been watching. I went back on purpose because I wanted to talk to you about it because the first thing I seen when I opened up the, the sports page had nothing to do with the NFL, had nothing to do with uh, where the game was being played. That's playing right now. We'll get that to in a moment. It was the fact that Tennessee's Butch Jones right now is on the hot seat and is about ready to get turned over to get burnt on the other side. He is in a lot of trouble right now. And he deserves it, Sonny. He deserves every bit of criticism that he gets. You know, he sat there uh, on, I think it was Monday. So every Monday uh, he does a uh, a press conference with the local media and whatnot to talk about the yep. game and stuff like that. It's just, it's his Monday responsibilities, his obligation to talk to the media down there in Knoxville every Monday. So last Monday, after the mediocre performance against the University of Massachusetts, when they won by a whopping four points, you know, he, he I don't want to say he criticized the media, but he made some comments to the effect of uh, that it's it's so scrutinized that the, that the media is, is so – uh, there's a lot of pressure, in other words. So what that kind of tells me is that he can't handle it, and that uh, you know he was he pretty much asked the media to back off. Okay. Then they go out and they perform the way that they did yesterday. I'm gonna tell you something. The media is not backing off now. Like you, made, you just made things a thousand times worse. Absolutely. The way that you lost that game against Georgia, arguably the second or third biggest rivalry for Tennessee next to Alabama and Florida, okay? And you go out there, and not only did you get your ass handed to you, you didn't score a single point. You didn't even score a single point. And this is the biggest reason why I think Butch Jones' seat is, like, red hot. Right. All right, and, and, and I'm going to – actually, it's something that I heard, so it's not anything that I originally came up with. But but it, it, the, we're stating facts here, Sonny, okay? Georgia and Florida, okay, 
have hired new coaches prior to Butch Jones. So, in other words, out of the three head coaches at Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Butch Jones has been there the longest, and he's getting left behind. Yep. Georgia, since they've hired Kirby Smart, have gotten better. Florida, since they've hired Jim McElwain, I wouldn't say they've gotten better, but in the four seasons, the four, three, four years that Butch Jones has been there, they beat them once. That was last year. Yep. Okay. So the track record is not looking very good for him. Just in the conf- just in the in the division alone, in the SEC East alone, it's not looking good for him. Um, honestly, right now, my feeling, and, and this is this is me trying to not be emotional, but I don't see him being back next year. I don't. Especially if they go out, they're going to get shellacked by Alabama. They might even lose to LSU, who's a bad team. They lost to Troy last night. But I'm sure LSU is going to beat Tennessee. Uh, they're probably going to lose. Oh, they're going to run see. all over them, by the way. Just to let you know. I, I could even see Tennessee losing to Kentucky, Sonny. I, I honestly think that. Uh, they lost to Vanderbilt last year, so who's to yes. say they won't beat them again? And, uh, and, <laughs> and then South yep. Carolina. I could see them losing three more hey, games that, before that it's all game said right and done. There, that game right there might be the result in him losing his job. I, the Gamecocks uh, are sneaky good, by the way. Um, and I'm worried. And I don't, my, my choice as far as Georgia making it to the Final Four, I'm worried about, I'm worried about that Gamecocks game. I wouldn't be too worried. I think Georgia is very, well, as I saw yesterday, they're awesome on defense. I mean, Oh, yes. And, and, I mean, you could see that coming a mile away. You're talking about a guy that was a defensive coordinator for two, three championship teams at Alabama, and now he goes to Georgia, and that this is the result of his product. So the defense is solid. Um, and I think what's really helping them out is that true freshman quarterback that they have who is who's playing like right now. So, um, you know, Georgia's in a very good spot, Sonny. Um, it, yeah. It's – you know, I at first, agree. yeah, I was, it was crazy, like, yeah, Georgia in the Final Four, but, I mean, I'm, start, I'm starting to buy in on that. I, I really think that they've got a very good shot at it. I just want to see, like you said, how do they do against South Carolina and then obviously the big one against Florida later this month. Absolutely. I, they, they have Auburn, too, don't they? I don't believe they play Auburn. Okay. Uh, it's like every other year they play, but I don't think it's got this it. year. Very good. So, but anyway, uh, that's our college hit. I, I wanted to talk to him because I know, it, you know, it's weighing on uh, Cuervo's mind there this morning. Uh, what's going on over there in Tennessee? Uh, but that having been said, that's the name of the show. That being said, we need to probably, let's just start doing it. Let's kick it into the NFL. Let's talk about the game that's going on now. And... I, in the message, Cuervo, I said I don't know why I picked the Miami Dolphins, but I do know why. I just I just didn't want to put it in there. Um, but this was one of my upsets of the of the week. We talk about all day long uh, Miami giving it up in the secondary. Um, there's some you know. You know, Drew Brees is he got his mojo back. Um, it, the Dolphins just seem to. 
you know, not have their running game going on right now. And uh, you you picked the Saints as well as Charvin picked the Saints. Uh, this was one of my upsets of the two that I promised. Um, and there's one stat right, and I'll mention that in a moment. But let's talk about this game because, really, when you look at everything, Cuervo, it, it's scary, really, in reality, when you see what the Saints should and I say should, be able to do the Miami Dolphins and their defense. I want to, you know, let's talk about this game. When you saw this game on the schedule, what did you think? How did you think the Saints were going to get over the Dolphins when they are over there in London in Wembley Stadium? Well, I just think right now, I mean, the Saints' offense is clicking. You know, uh, Click, 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 yep. Yeah, they're 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 really playing very well. Um, I mean, you just look at last week and look what they did to the Panthers. And I mean that that Panthers defense is is a solid defense. It's just I think we I think we're a little misguided on how good they really are. I'm not yes. saying they're bad, but when you beat San Francisco and Buffalo your first two games, it's like come on, yeah. how much credit could you can you really <laughs> give a defense? Because all I heard was. Well, they're the number one defense in the NFL. Well, yeah, they played two of the worst offenses in the NFL in the Niners and Bills. So, but again, I'm not saying that Carolina's defense isn't good. It's just they played against two bad offenses. So, today, so far, you know, Cutler's got uh, well, he's got a pick, so that doesn't surprise me. But uh, right now. Miami's got the ball. By the way, this game's on Fox. I thought they were streaming it again, but the game is actually on TV on Fox. Yes. So yes. if your TV's not on that channel, Sonny, go ahead and get on there if you're going to watch it. But um, what's it called? Uh, I, you know, right now I just I just think that, um, you know, the, this, again, the Saints' offense is clicking. Uh, this is going to be a good test against a, a better Miami defense. It's probably the best defense that they've faced so far. Yeah. Um, even better. Yeah. Even better than New England. Yes, I said it. Because uh, because the Saints played the Patriots a couple weeks ago, but I think Miami's got a better defense. So, uh, with that said, I, I think for both teams, this is a very good test. Uh, I want to see how Cutler looks against arguably the worst defense in the NFL in the Saints. And right yeah. now he's he's approaching 100 yards passing. Uh, and they're about three and a half minutes away from halftime. So yeah, not not you know not eye popping numbers, but I'm surprised they haven't done more. So it, the, the the fact that the score is tied at zero really surprises me, Sonny. I, something's not something's not clicking for these teams. I don't know if it's the time change or or. You know, I, I just I have no idea. I'm just surprised that there's no score yet. I'll, I'll tell you one of the things when I was looking at this game, uh, one of the things I hated to see is how Miami gives it up in the secondary. Not only that, they just got a pass interference call against them. Okay, so that's one of the things I was worried about. But when I looked at it, and this comes from whether or not you're a good football team or not or you're playing against a good football team or not, one of the big stats that I like to look at is third down. 
And I think most people do. I mean, people who wow. really get into the game, you look at third down. Third down yeah, is Cutler the reason just got why sacked you keep... on third down. Huh? And Cutler just got sacked on the third down, by the way, so exactly. Miami will be punting. Now, you look at that, okay, which unfortunately on third down, they, they're going to make me look bad. Um, but the reason why I picked this game, and the reason why I picked the Miami Dolphins was third down, not because of what they do offensively. Thank goodness wasn't my uh, my thinking, um, but it's what they do defensively. They're the best team right now. Yes, even against two bad football teams, this on third down it doesn't matter. You got to show up on third down. Miami Dolphins usually defensively show up on third down. Matter of fact, they're number three in the NFL on third down. That is where you got to get to Drew Brees, and that's why the reason why this game is not at zero, okay? Third down is a big, big-time stat. Now, one thing I know about Jay Cutler is he can usually, depending on if it's going to be a real bad game, which is what he does sometimes, or if it's going to be mediocre or a real good game for him, he can get over that interception. He can sometimes even get over two, but he has to be somewhat on. He's got to be at least average or better, which right now, not necessarily. He's eight for 11, 86 yards right now, so, and no one's getting in. But one of the things that this football team needs to do is twofold. Number one, get to the quarterback on third down, prevent the third downs, and put them in the kicking situation, and then – you know, Cutler is Cutler. You're not going to change him. You need to get a Jai going. And right now, seven mm-hmm. catches, 34 yards. This guy got blanked out last week. And so the way I was looking at it, I was looking at that third down stat, and will a Jai come back and, and start running? And look at that performance last week and decide to put it up or shut up. And I think we got to put up. Uh, up on the situation here is my reasoning why this was the game of one of the games that I think, and I know this is an upset. In my right mind, I'm looking at Saints, uh, Dolphins, bad secondary. Are you kidding me? This is a simple game. Mm-hmm. You would think so, but uh, real quick, Sonny, I'm looking at these uh, third they down punted. numbers that See, you that's what Miami did on third down, Cuervo. They made them punt the football. I mean, even after all that, Jay Cutler and everything, you know, that's it, 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 just what they do. It, it, they're really well, good on saying. third that's, down. That's the, that's the play I was just talking about, that they, that they got to Cutler, they sacked him, uh, yep. which makes it, that was the second sack that, that he's, taken today so the Saints defense has two sacks on Cutler already so far which and I didn't Dolphins, expect Dolphins don't have any. <laughs> I don't think any of us did but you know both teams right now Sonny are one for three on third down conversion so that's that's what you're talking about right there yes two teams that are struggling to convert on third down and, and that's what the result is you got you got punt after punt after punt so um you know it's it's that Right now, it's just a, a field position battle, and right now the Dolphins have the advantage, it looks like. Yes. Because the Saints are pinned back at, like, their 12-yard line. Yes. Um, and uh, Adrian Peterson just ran for a whole lot of nothing. So, Dolphins' defense is, is buckling up, but it's just got to get that offense going. 
and they'll go in the halftime. Some will score probably before halftime. Uh, there's only like two minutes and 30 seconds left to go in the first half of this game. So um, right. m- maybe, I mean, I was not expecting a 0-0 at this point in the game at all. So now we we spend a lot of time on this game, but it, it it's to be said just more in the fact that the reasoning why I – some people say, Sonny, you lost your mind. You're picking the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins. So it, it's got to find out what this team is made of, hopefully, for my pick in the second half of this game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can understand why you picked them. Uh, I went the other way, obviously. But we'll see. I mean, it, it, it's, it's going to come down to who adjusts, who makes the better adjustments in the second half. I mean, two-minute yep. warning just came up. And the Saints are still pinned pretty deep in their, you know, in their uh, on their half of the field. So, hey, Quavo, uh, let me let me let me ask you a question. Last week, I, I even put uh-huh. it in my um, in my timeline on Facebook. Aaron Rodgers, I, I knew they were going to at least tie the game. I didn't know if they were going to win, but I knew they were at least going to tie the game. Tom Brady, it's the guy that brings them back. I would say about four years ago, I felt that about Drew Brees. I really did. Guess what? I don't feel that way about Drew Brees. This is a two-minute drive. Four years ago, he's putting them in field goal position to get a uh, at least a field goal going into the sec- going into the halftime anyway. And that is not the same Drew Brees that we watched four years ago. It's not, Sonny. I mean, obviously, you know, age is a big factor, but I think uh, I think weapons is a factor, too. I mean, you think about it. You said four years ago? Oh, four years ago. Drew Brees, okay. he was so, going for 5,500 yards. It was ridiculous. Well, here's the difference. First of all, Drew Brees was four years younger. I'm not yes. stating anything crazy <laughs> there. That's not breaking news, okay? Yeah. Uh, he was four years younger, so he's a little bit stronger. Number two – Compare the receiving core he had then to the receiving core oh, he has now. Good point, definitely. So, I mean, he had Colston. He had a young, quick, explosive Brandon Cooks. He had uh, he had Jimmy Graham when he was healthy, considered the best tight end in the game. They lost uh, him. He had, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a much different offense at least receiving core then as it is now, Sonny. So that, that's why you don't see Brees throwing for 400 yards a game like he was four years ago. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's a different offense. Now, I mean, they're still, they're still doing pretty well and still clicking for the most part. But, you know, it's, for the most part. It's, it's a lot different than it – it looks a lot different than it did back then. Absolutely so. All right, uh, first game up on board. You're on Saints. I'm on the Dolphins. Tarvin is up on the Dolphins as well. I just messaged him to see if he can get us his picks for the rest of the uh, week or if he can't get in. Uh, so uh, that's about where we are. Live game going on right now. We'll keep you updated with that one as far as where each team is. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll get back to what we do best here. Let's get back in. Let's start talking about the games. Let's talk about the first one that is up on tap here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. 2-1 and one Buffalo Bills, an ugly 2-1. and one. 
but go into Atlanta. I don't have a lot to say about this because, as you mentioned, uh, Buffalo is Buffalo. Uh, two easy games for them to get started, and then they lose one. Uh, they should have lost two of them. But take away from that, Cuervo, uh, the Buffalo Bills, not a good football team. Atlanta, 3-0. and You know, we were worried about the hangover of the Super Bowl. Right now, they seem to have that under control uh, as far as not falling down to the pressure of that, what you want to call the Super Bowl hangover. Uh, Right now, they seem to be the team that has taken off from what they did in the Super Bowl and just continued it in to this year. And Uh, you're on mute. There he is. I'm here, Sonny. Uh, you said, what's the difference? Is that what you said? No, no. I, I, I'm saying it looks like they're they're not falling for the old traditional Super Bowl hangover deal. They look like the same team no. going into the Super Bowl last year. They not, not the same. Actually, I think they look better in, in reality. Well, it's because the defense is getting better every year. I mean, the, you, you look at – you look at the guys that they have on defense, a lot of them were rookies last year. I mean, yes, sir. Uh, uh, Deion, Deion Jones was a rookie. I want to say Jalen Collins was a rookie. Keanu Neal was either a rookie or in his second year. It was one of the two. Uh, but all these guys that are, that are becoming stars defensively are, were rookies last year. So, um, you know, it's, it, it's, I mean, if you think it looks good now, give it two more years. Think about how good that defense is going to be. Oh, yeah. Um, when you think Atlanta Falcons, you're not going to be thinking offense anymore. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. But, uh, that, yeah, I, I pretty mean, good team. so far it's, it's looking good, Sonny, as far as Atlanta avoiding the hangover, like you said. Um, and I think that's, that goes into the character of this football team. And I think it, has, it says a lot about Dan Quinn because, and, and this is not to bash on the old coach, Mike Smith, However, do you think it would be the same outcome? Do you think the Falcons would be 3-0 and right now if Mike Smith was their head coach? I'm going to say no. I, I'm going to I say no. I don't think so. I think you're right. You know, and, and that goes down to the discipline, that goes down to the character, the, the toughness that the Atlanta Falcons now bring uh, compared to what they had before Dan Quinn got there. So, well, there were to me, that's... midgets before then, Cuervo. I mean, it, it, since Dan Quinn has taken over this, has taken this team over, he has changed the whole complex, complexity of this team, not because of what he's doing out on the football field, but what he's doing to the brains of his players. And that's what I'm saying, Sonny. He, he has made this team a lot tougher mentally than what Mike Smith ever did in the yep. – four, five, six years that he was there. So uh, that's my point is, is had, if this was still Mike Smith's team and they had gone to the Super Bowl and all that happened and whatnot, I think right now you'd be looking at a, a team that's one and two, maybe two and one at best. But the fact that they're three and oh, I think says a lot about the mental toughness that they have. So it's, um, no, it's 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 kind of I'm kind of surprised because I I didn't pick Atlanta to even make the playoffs and it's not looking very uh, it's not looking like in my favor as far as that happening but uh, you know I think uh, this game today uh, Buffalo is 
is a physical team, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how they match up against each other. Who's going to be more physical? Uh, yep. Can Atlanta stop the run? Uh, because right now, I mean, it's looking like Buffalo. I don't have the stats in front of me, Sonny. I don't have the rankings, but I'm willing to bet that Buffalo's probably one of the better right Russian now. teams. Yeah. The top five? That's what I figured. <laughs> I would uh, think they are. I haven't looked either, but just off the and just watching the team, they are. That's where their success is coming from right now. Yeah, because it's definitely not coming from Tyrod Taylor in the passing game. No, like, not uh, at all. So, <laughs> but um, you know, I mean, that's and that's the strength of them is the is running the football. So we'll see if Atlanta can can um, you know sustain that physical play that Buffalo brings and. You know, on the other side, let's see if Buffalo can stop Atlanta with that high-flying offense that they have. Yeah, I was looking at this, and now that we say that, top five, you know, LaShawn McCoy right now is only averaging 2.9 yards a carry this season, which is, you know, really a far cry. Uh, You know, last year, I think he averaged like 5.3, 5.4 yards a game. Uh, So, that 2.9 definitely is a far cry from that. Um, but see, here's the thing about that is he hasn't even gotten into the end zone yet rushing the football. So Buffalo needs to find the rushing game because that's what it mm-hmm. should be. But they're, he's getting more from other players. But th- when, when you think Buffalo Bills and you think running back, you think LaShawn McCoy. So he's not getting the job done. They're doing it with a couple of other heads as well. So, but Tyrod Taylor, you know, yeah, I don't know. If you want to call it hot, I don't know if you want to call it a hot. Uh, he went 20 to 26 for 213 yards and two touchdowns with a quarterback rating of 126. Now, when you do that against the Denver defense, you know, that's somewhat impressive. But more than the fact, you know, all you got to do is say the name, Todd Tyron. Okay. All right. That does not send a a quiver through your spine and going, oh, God, we got to face that guy? No, you go, all right, we get to face that guy. So, you know, a big enthusiastic kind of thing going on. This is not even too much of a thought for me, but uh, I think the Falcons bury bury them. And not only that, they're at home in that new beautiful stadium that they got going on over there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying Buffalo's going to win. I'm just saying. Oh, of course not. I know you weren't. I (laughs) I, th- I but I do think but I do think that Buffalo could keep it close just because of how physical they can be. Yeah. Um, the question Especially is defensively. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think they could get to Matt Ryan. I think they will get Matt, get to Matt Ryan. It's just how does Atlanta adjust to the pressure that Matt Ryan's going to get? Yeah, and, and it, Atlanta, they're. Um, they're they're a funny team, you know. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Sometimes they're, you know, if you look at their um, injury report, it, it reads all the way from Julio Jones, Jones down to uh, Quincy Munger, um, you know. So, you know, whether or not they're they're going to be, you know, ready to go or not, uh, Julio Jones back problem. I don't think we need to really worry about that too much. Uh, Brian Hill, he's got an ankle. See, I, in football, man, when you have injuries, 
on on your feet. I think that's where half of it is. So you got to worry about some of the guys with some feet or knee injuries. Are, are you cooking? I am not. Sounds like someone's cooking <laughs> or or cutting or something. You're, you're cutting. I am not, Sonny. I, I'm outside throwing garbage out, actually. <laughs> oh, maybe that's it. It's your phone shaking. Got it. All right. So there you go. Oh, that's um, what it is. Yeah, so it's the phone. Okay, we got that part figured out. So I, I think you, we're both on Falcons uh, today, I'm assuming, right? Yes, I'm, I'm not. There's no way I'm taking Buffalo. No, <laughs> can't do that uh, as far as that's concerned. I, I get it. It's it's hard to pick the Buffalo Bills sometimes. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about what happened last week. Uh, at our end results, I was 8-8, eight and eight, Cuervo was Seven and nine. Tarvin was six and ten. Uh, takes me to thirty-three and four. Cuervo's at thirty and seven. We don't have one running for Tarvin because he doesn't always uh, able to get in his picks with us. But uh, he was six and ten. But he went fifteen and one the week before. Uh, so we definitely fell off the uh, truck on our picks last week. So we got to get a little bit better. That leads us to the next game here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as we cover them all, dear. Uh, the next game on board is a Carolina football team that's two and one that doesn't look good at two and one. Then you have the New England Patriots who are two and one and it don't even matter if they look good or not. They're the Patriots. They figure out a way to win a football game. They're at home again at Gillette. Uh Carolina coming in at two and one. Um one of the things I look at when I look at watching guys, okay, and seeing what last week Deshaun Watson did, um he was all over the place on, on on in Gillette last week. I mean, he played well. Um, so I, my question that I have, Cuervo, when I'm looking at this game, okay, is who's the better quarterback? Is it Cam Newton, Deshaun Watson? Um, is it really, back to what I said, not a lot of film on Deshaun Watson compared to having film on Cam Newton? I don't know. Uh, but the former MVP – which is Cam Newton, you would think he would at least be able to do or duplicate a little bit about what Deshaun Watson did last week as they threw the football. They got all over the place last week on the on the Patriots, Cuervo. Yeah, they did, Sonny. And, I mean, what, what really helped them out is, is Deshaun Watson was – able to be mobile right now I don't know if Cam Newton can do the same thing I, I don't know I agree. If, he hasn't shown it I mean what was the last time we really saw Cam Newton show off his his athletic you know his mobility um, it's been a couple of years I think since two yep. years ago when he was MVP so it's yep. been two years I'm worried about where Cam Newton is you know physically I mean mentally you know, we could talk all day about it, but where's he at physically right now? Well, a lot of – let me ask you a question, Cuervo. A lot of the physical has to do with the mental. I mean, this guy was roughed up last year. There's no no question about it. He was the most hit quarterback in the NFL last year. Most of those hits coming a little bit late uh, or a couple of seconds too late. This guy's gun-shy, man. 
And what scares me about it, this is my NFC South pick to win the division. They're two and one right now. I shouldn't be, you know, complaining too much, but it's not a solid two and one. That's what I'm afraid of. It's a difference. Okay. When you're the new England Patriots, you're two and one and you're struggling, you get the job done. When you're the Carolina Panthers, you're two and one, you may be struggling, but the end result of it, it's not, well, you're struggling, but you'll get the win. It's you're struggling and they could go in the tank. So my hopes that Cam Newton would be able to go beyond expectations this year because there's not a lot on him, I don't think, anyway, because of the last two seasons. If he shows up and he goes, you know, an A minus, B plus in performance out on the football field week in, week out, they should be able to win this division because you got Drew Brees going on over there. You, you have Tampa Bay. You're not sure what you're really getting with them. Will they be consistent enough to win? And then you have the Saints. You've got Drew Brees over the hill. What's going on? That was at least my thinking. But, man, I'm scared of that shaky 2 one start. And like I said, you got to be happy they're 2-1 in reality. Oh, man, I think you definitely have to be happy about it. I mean, you know, you look at how they played last year, um, and, you know, you you come up, you you ask yourself, like, what have they done to change, you know, even even just getting better roster-wise, you know? And, and, you know, they got Christian McCaffrey, and that's great. My only question is how, how much does that really improve the uh, the team as a whole. I, I really don't uh, – I don't know that he's an impact player that's going to, you know, get you an extra two wins, three wins, compared to what you had yep. last year. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not knocking Carolina for making that draft pick. It's just I think they could have went in a different direction. I mean, McCaffrey's going to be – you know, he's going to be a pretty dynamic guy. It's just I don't think he fits what Carolina does. So Yeah. Yeah, a little bit different. I, I mean, I could I could see him doing all kinds of things with the Saints or with the Falcons or, you know, uh, or even New England. I mean, imagine Christian McCaffrey as a Patriot. My God. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, 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 but that's who they chose. And, you know, that's fine, whatever. But I just think I think he'd be a better fit in, on other teams. So, yes. But with that said, I, I just, you know, kind of makes me think, Sonny, and then I know this is probably the last thing that Panther fans want to hear to include Tarvin. Is Cam Newton still happy in Carolina, or does he secretly want out? I agree. I agree. And I think no, I it's mean, the latter. I think he wants out. I mean, I, I, it, just, it just makes you wonder, well, why does he want out? Is it because he's not happy? Is it because um, he just feels like this team's not ready to win yet. Uh, he just, you know. Well, that I mean, offensive line has got bad. I mean, it, it is horrible. And and what the problem is, and the reason why I think he wants out, is evident. Look at this guy. This guy's running for his life, and they have not done thing in the last three years to upgrade the offensive line to say, hey, let's protect him. Because when all you got to do is look at Oakland, okay, you sign your guy. Okay, you got Brandon Carr. What's the next step that the Raiders did? 
They didn't go sign a wide receiver. They didn't go sign the defensive player. They signed the guy that protects the backside of Derek Carr and gave him a lot of money. Okay. And, and they got their guy. That's the problem in Carolina. They don't even got their guy to give money to. And there looks like they're not even looking to find that guy. Yeah. I mean, in reality, Sonny, their biggest offseason free agent signing was bringing the, the ageless wonder, Julius Peppers, back to Carolina to finish his career out. Other than that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, that's the only free agent that I really saw them go out and get. Um, and frankly, I forgot about Julius Peppers. That's how much of an impact he's made this year, too. Yeah, zero. Exactly. So, um, you know, that, that and that's what, that was my – that's why I didn't – I'm not buying in on Carolina this year. They haven't really done a whole lot to improve their roster. And don't give me the whole, well, we're bad because Greg Olson's hurt. You mean to tell me the tight end, the tight end keeps your your team together? If a tight end keeps your team together, Sonny, that team's in big, big, big trouble. Big trouble. Well, so all you got to say, hey, Cuervo, you want to have a case in point off that immediately? Case in point for that to be an issue, Jason Witten and and Dallas. What have they done with Jason Witten? being their guy. I mean, it should have been Des Bryant, but it wasn't. It was Jason Witten. You want to talk about a guy who's the ageless wonder, my gosh. This guy's getting old, and he's now he's not considered the leader right now, which is the reason why he's been getting yards and getting more catches and stuff. Guess what? When they were focusing on Jason Witten, the Dallas Cowboys had a hard time winning football games And guess what? Now they're not putting and pinpointing it directly on that guy because they figured, you know, forget Tony Romo. I mean, if you take Jason Witten out of the game, you got a 50-50 shot of winning the game. Obviously, look at the 8-8 and and the 9-7 and records that the Dallas Cowboys put up during that time. Right, yeah, and that's a good one too, though. I mean, Jason Witten is – Witten. That's the guy that you committed to – over Des, a younger Des Bryant, who yep, gonna should have been electric. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he still can be. It's just uh, yeah, he don't care. He's got his money now. That's where see this. That's it's it's moves like that is why some teams just don't get over any type of hurdle that they hit. Because they want to be loyal to the good guy. They want to be loyal to the nice guy who does community service and, and, and but makes <laughs> little to no impact on your football team. Don't get me Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely. I, mean, I, I love Jason Witten too. You know, he's he's a former Tennessee Ball. Uh, watched him Gotta love in college. And, and yeah, I mean, he's a great dude. But he's also what thirty five, thirty six years old. He ain't, he's yeah. not the game guy he was ten years ago. Not Sorry, the game changer. Not, <laughs> yeah, he's not the game changer anymore. So, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, you thank him, you throw a big party, hey, thanks for everything. But when it's time to get, it's when it's time to uh, go go in a different direction, then you should go in a different direction. I mean, you still Absolutely. have an organization to run. 
still have so. And that's what makes the Patriots so great. That's what makes the Steelers so great. They get rid of guys that they feel are either holding them back or they just get old or they don't have it anymore, whatever the case may be. Like, that's just the way it goes. It's, it's a if it ever happens, the only one they keep is – is Tom Brady. Everybody else is expendable. And and that's understood. And when you sign that contract in New England, it's understood that everyone's replaceable. Uh so before you even get started, you know, in New England, you know where you're at. You know where you stand. So I and Deshaun Watson, different player than Cam Newton. It was the only reason why I thought maybe this could be an upset. But after Carolina got waxed on their own home field last week, I don't feel confident about the Carolina Panthers getting a victory in New England. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, it's going to be a rough day for Panther fans. I mean, how can I not go with the Patriots? Yeah. How do I not go with the Patriots? I, I, I think we spend a little too much time on this talking about it. Uh, they still don't have Greg Olson, their main guy. Um, he's broken foot still, so he isn't going to be there. So you know, yeah, he Carolina's, ain't coming back for a while. Yeah, that's that's at least. I mean, that's it. They should be able to. They should put him on the pup list. I don't know if he's on it or not, but that. I mean, he's gone for at least six weeks. Um, so, can he um, go on the pup list? Since yeah, sure. Why started? not? You can. No, 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 no. See, the pup list isn't. I, I and I might be wrong, so I might be talking out of the side of my mouth. Pup, you can put a guy on the pup list at any time. You know, he's just got to be out six weeks. So, um, it, it, if that's my understanding, I don't think it's something that is done at the beginning of the season. I think so, you can put anybody on the pup list at any time as long as there's six weeks to give them. So is it kind of like like in baseball with the disabled list? You have the fifteen yeah, days, kind of like days, that. yeah, thirty day whatever. Okay, yeah. see, I I, I think so. I and like I said, I, I might be wrong. A, yeah, I thought it was just a you know preseason you know thing like that's something that you have. I think that's because it's the only time they really season. talk about it. Yeah, exactly. So may, may, I don't. Know. I I mean, a lot of things like to throw their teams right? on DL. I mean, our, our, our uh, IR. A lot of teams like to throw them on IR sometimes, and sometimes a little bit too quick, maybe. Uh, but it is what it is. But you know, uh, but I, I don't trust. I don't trust Carolina in uh, in New England at all. For and not only that, I only expect it to be a game to really watch except Tom Brady throwing the ball around all day. So we're up on the uh, uh, the Patriots. So we move into the next game, and and I'm not spending hardly any time unless there's something you want to talk about, Cincinnati-Cleveland. I'm just picking the game. The team that should win – um, is not going to I in the game like Cleveland Cincinnati I, I I don't even care how bad both teams are I'm just taking the home team that's how bad these two football teams are right now yeah somebody flush a toilet please because that's what I think of this game yeah. it's a toilet bowl. Ohio <laughs> toilet bowl I mean good lord yeah, it's 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 gonna be. And some people say bad. Ohio is a toilet anyway, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, though, Sonny. If if you do oh. want to make this a an interesting game to talk about, 
I actually like the Cleveland Browns to win. I do too. They're home. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now you might have something better. Bring me something better except that they're from home cuz I I don't have anything to pick there. Well, I like the way I like the way the rookie Kaiser's playing. Um and oh, I I think okay. he's he's starting to get it. I think he's he's going to be uh you know, he's not going to be a pro bowler this year. He's not going to be a superstar, but I think he's he has trans um transitioned into the starting role pretty nicely and I think he's I think he's going to be just fine. I think right now you look at how bad the offense is for the Bengals and um you know I think defensively Cleveland's got enough to hold Cincinnati to minimal points and right. I actually I actually like the Browns. You know, I do too. I and and if you <laughs> If you look at the injury report on this one, the Cleveland Browns team is on, you know, questionable. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. However, guys that are out uh, and guys that might make, a, you know, a stand, there's only one that I think that's out. It's uh, Marlon Moore, wide receiver uh, for them. Uh, that. So that being said, on the other side, Cincinnati, you got a couple of guys out. Uh, Tyler Effort, he's out. Uh, Jordan Evans, he is out. And uh, John Ross, he is out. And I, I think Burfitt is, should be out. <laughs> I mean, what the heck with that guy, Cuervo? Who's that? Burfitt. Burfitt. Yeah. What, the what about heck? him? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I, will we ever see him again? I, I, it's like my goodness. I mean, you know, when you got a guy, yeah. when you got a guy that is that kind of guy that makes your defense that much better, um, you, you got to, you know, he's facing right now facing a five game suspension right now, uh, and I don't know if that actually came down. That's just what I remember, um, mm-hmm. and. and uh, and I don't know, uh, you know, it's hit after hit after hit. Um, you know, a guy that can, you know, when when you're missing that guy in the lineup, Cuervo, even though he may be a head case, um, that's a problem. And if you think about it, look at Cincinnati, okay? Adam Pacman Jones, guess what? Head case. Uh, Vontez Perfect, mm-hmm. guess what he is? He's a head case. And you're missing one of the two head cases that are your most talented on the defensive side of the ball. That hurts you. Then you got, and I'm going to say it. I'm just going to get it out there. I think the offense of the Bengals are finally done with their head coach, Marvelous. I think, I think it's so evident as well. They're done with the fact this guy's the head coach of this football team. And I think there's a conspiracy going on right now, which is a very good one, by the way. It should happen. The conspiracy couch says that this offense is done with their head coach. They want somebody new. And that's why you're seeing this offense being not just not – just Stagnant. It's not existent right now. Not existent. Well, well, I'll tell you something. Just like you know the situation with Butch Jones down in Tennessee, I it's not going to happen during the season. They're going to wait nope. till the season's over. Um, yep. 
just like Tennessee is. It, it's, they're going to let him play the season now. And, you know, it's on Black Monday. Marvin Lewis will probably be on the list. He's gone. Especially, especially, especially well, I've been if saying they for that the day to the Browns. If they lose to the Browns today, that that's like it might happen. Coffin. Good point. It might happen. To, it might happen tomorrow. Black Monday may be tomorrow. If no, and, uh, no, and it might no, even no, no, happen no, no. tonight that's after the saying, game. Sonny. Oh, that's, that's what, not I'm what I'm saying. saying oh, I mean that's I don't I don't see that happening. I mean, who's going to take over? It, Who cares? I, I tell you, if if <laughs> if Jay Gruden, if Jay Gruden or Mike Zimmer were still there, then yeah, no. I would say no. they'll do it, but yeah. those guys are gone now. Who's gonna? Which which one of those coordinators have any experience? Head coach, who cares? With head coaching, I, and that's why I say it, Sonny. Okay. It's just going to get worse first, if they first do. First of all, it. you'll be oh, you'll be zero and four. You'll be zero and four, and out of the playoffs. So right now, what does it matter? Well, I what I would say to that is, you know. You can't, you know, if a team is going to tank, you can't make it too obvious. Um, but if that isn't the plan, like if they say, you know what, F it. Hey, we're 0-4 now. We just lost to the, the freaking Brownies, for God's sake. Um, yeah, the season's over. At that point, if they if they internally decide, like, you know what, we're just going to tank the season, then, yeah, I would say go ahead, let them go tomorrow. And um, you know, go three and thirteen and get you a you know top three pick. Now, my God, would that would that favor everybody else? And I'm gonna tell you the reason oh, why. Yeah. Because Cincinnati is a team that does not need a quarterback. Say what you want about Andy Dalton, they don't need to replace him right now. They don't. Oh, so yeah. what that does for other teams is it gives them more hope to get one of these college guys next year for less money. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, there's other teams around the league that are like, please lose so you can tank the season and get a top pick so we can get a quarterback for cheaper. So, you know, I get it. it. I see what you're saying. You know, that, that's, that, that's a possibility. Um, I'm not saying it's a reality, but it's possible. It's possible. By the way, the Saints up three nothing. Three nothing. They're 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 good and they just started the third quarter, so they get up on the board first. It's a field goal. I'm telling you, the Miami defense is god awful. Why is Drew Brees not all over this like you know flies on it? He should be all over it, like flies on it, and it's not happening. I'm not sure what's going on. That's scary. And, and and that's scary, by the way, Cuervo. Drew Brees not being able to throw on the Miami uh, Dolphins secondary. I don't think there's too many worse except maybe Indianapolis, which, by the way, if you have Doug Baldwin today, you better put him in. It might be a big day if Russell Wilson finally throws the ball. Um, so. Actually, uh I was just I was just talking about that with uh with someone uh with the fan with for fantasy purposes. Yep. I don't I don't I don't see him the matchup looks good, Sonny, but Doug Baldwin's not healthy right now. I don't see him making much of an impact tonight. I agree. I agree to to a certain extent. It's these kind of games where guys who are not you know, hundred percent 
can get back into into a game. Now, I might be wrong, and I probably am, but like I am quite a bit, actually. Uh, but Doug Baldwin, this could be the game that says, hey, I may be injured, but I can still get you some yards. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So here's what we're going to do, Cuervo. Uh, we've been going at it an hour. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about some of the other ones. We got some juicy ones coming up. Uh, Detroit, Minnesota, Jags and Jets, Rams at Dallas. We'll talk about those at least. Well, we'll probably talk about more than just those three. When we come back here on the couch potato sports show, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get to those. We'll be right back after I push the button. Oh, there it goes. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, amazing people serving amazing drinks amazingly fast. Scooter's only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty, the Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooters, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich, velvety caramel gem. So make sure you check out Scooters Coffee, located at Rowlett Road in the 66, with a convenient drive through so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooters Coffee, located in Rowlett. Selling your home could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not nychadwick.jphomesforsale.com. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special. Two weeks in a free uniform for $19.99. That's right, $19.99 gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lee's at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at mychanglees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. 
We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done, residential, business, or industrial? Contact Allen Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important to have a qualified licensed electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price and good customer service, but of course... Give Alan Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Alan Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we are a motivated team of coaches with the mindset of helping you achieve and reach your highest goals. Having developed and trained over 100 Division I athletes as well as Division II athletes, even professional athletes, the Bullet Team definitely has the knowledge and mindset to take you to the next level. Check out our new 22,000 square foot facility and 3,000 square foot weight room along with 4,500 square feet of outdoor turf and covered training area along with football and soccer field. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone can ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. Here's Sonny Clark. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as your Sunday morning tradition continues here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is that being said. Everyone ducked out a little bit here. Hopefully we'll get him back fairly quickly. As we're covering all the games that are happening in the NFL today... As there's some good ones, I already got my upset special going on right now. It's the Miami Dolphins over the Saints, and they are doing exactly what I thought they would do, at least defensively, against this team. Now, I will tell you this. I expected Drew Brees to be better than what he's done so far. Now, also, that being said, the name of this show when you expect something like a Drew Brees to show up, the regular Drew Brees, hold on, I'm going to sneeze. I'm back. 
But when you expect something from a certain player and the expectations uh, quarterback should be drooling over, we're not getting it more so, but except the Saints just went up 10 to nothing on the Miami Dolphins, making my, oh, my bad pick. It's going to end up being ugly unless uh, Jay Cutler can get something going. Right now, Drew Brees, 18 to 27, 139 in a touchdown. The Dolphins hold to 0-0 and give up 10 points, 10 in the first six minutes of the third quarter. Killer. It's killer. That having been said, uh, we have to get better if you're the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Jayu. Uh, eight ca- uh, carries, 38 yards. That's killing them. Uh, Parker, three receptions, 34 yards. Jake Cutler's got to get the ball up. He's got to be more, uh, oh, how do you do it? Uh, how do you say? He, he, they got to be more. But here, I want to go down to third down, which is what I was talking about. Before this last third down that they did get, they were one in five on third down. And I'm talking about the Saints. That don't help that Miami's one and four <laughs> on third down themselves. They got to get better. So hopefully my upset pick will come back and figure it out. I got I got to stop. <laughs> I got to stop trusting Jay Cutler sometimes. I, I got to finally put that guy out the pasture. I don't know what it is about that guy, but sometimes I want to defend this guy. But, man, he, he's sometimes at a point where you can't defend him. Of course, that having been said, the name of this fine program, uh, lots of things going on in the NFL. Uh, it is what it is. You, we talk about a lot of uh, things that come in common when you pick a game. That was one I wanted to stretch my legs on. More than the fact that when you see certain players do certain things week in, week out, uh, you, you tend to believe them. That, that's why Drew Brees right now, I, he may go off in the second half of this game. And here's what happens. When you're in 0-0, they say, just throw the ball, Damn. Worst thing happened, they'll get intercepted. But until you do, just throw the ball. And that's what they've done in the second half of this game right now. So watch out for that. A lot of things going on. And we thought we'll go away. I don't want to talk about a lot. I just want to put it out there because it is out there. No, I'm not. I'm not even going to talk about it. We're going to go away from that. Uh Court's about ready to rule on uh, Ezekiel Elliott's whether or not he's going to have to serve that six-game suspension this season or next. Usually when it gets there, I think this is going to go to next season. I don't think this is something that is going to be, you know, something that's going to be in the way, I guess you could say, this year. Also, O.J. Simpson's a free man. He's watching the NFL today on a 70-inch screen TV somewhere. I don't know. It, the, the, does it, 
it's time to let the juice loose. I now I know what he did. He's a despicable guy. Don't get me wrong. I I'm not saying it, but man, the juice is loose. He is home, wherever that may be. Uh, some things to let you go. Uh, Crabtree for the Raiders. He is doubtful for the games against the Broncos. That is not good at all. Uh, running back Montgomery might play against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so watch out for that. Also, some other things uh, that are going on. Um, I, I'm, I, I just read a headline. I don't even want to. I'm not even going to go into it. Um, let's see here. Bruce Arians says left guard Mike Atupa will have to undergo surgery. Uh, let's see here. Had to jump off. Got it. Cuervo had, you know, he had to go get his uh, beauty done. He had to go get it, get it high and tight. So he said he'll be right back up on. So. That being said, I'm going to I'm going to hop into these games then and uh get back to him on the quick you know quick hit uh, as far as that's concerned. I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Let me hit here. Go here. Hit that button. Next game up here on the Couch Potatoes Sports I'm going to cover. I'm going to cover myself until Guerrero come back. The Detroit Lions they're 2 and 1. Minnesota Vikings 2 and 1. There's a big difference. Minnesota got a great game last week. I'm glad they won. But I, I'm just wondering, and this is my question. I, they're falling in love with Case Keenum a little bit too much up in Minnesota. I'm worried about this. Okay? After winning player of the week, Sam Bradford, he threw for 346, if you remember. I think it was three touchdowns. No turnovers. Um, guess what? Case Keenum, he had a pretty good game as well. 75.8% pass completions. 369, three touchdowns, no turnovers. We got the second coming of the quarterback God in Case Keenum. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. And and I love Minnesota's defense. I, and the Lions coming off a bad call game. And, and when I make that statement, a bad call is the reason why the Detroit Lions are not 3-0. That was the touchdown at the end of the game, and they got robbed. Without question, robbed. This is a mad Detroit Lions football team. They have been playing well in reality. So Bradford, he's misses two games, knee injury, uh, held out of Wednesday's practice, um, returned to practice, you know, to prepare since they were at home. So uh, Mike Zimmer, though, says, eh, eh. the two and one. So until they get to 500, I don't, I don't see Sam Bradford coming back until he is really 100%. 
It's an unspecified knee injury that has been called the knee bruise, whatever the case may be. And I got uh, Tarvin's picks. He just uh, rang them over to me. Let me hit thanks. So we'll keep track of him and his picks. So let's see who he, we already know he had Green Bay. We already knew he had the Saints. Um, And so the Falcons game, is he on the Bills or the Falcons? Falcons, got it. And then the Patriots, is he on the Patriots? He's got Carolina, let's see here. I think he purposely left this one (laughs) out. There it is. He's on the Patriots. And Cleveland and the Bengals, he's going Bengals. So uh, that's where he goes against us. We were on Cleveland. So, uh, and let's see. Tarvin is on the Lions. He's on the Lions. All right, so Tarvin, he's on Wayne Sports Talk, catches show at about 6.30 tonight. Uh, so we got him squared away. But this is one of those games. So the, the question is, is right now, if you're going to have a lot of love for Case Keenum, there's going to be soon to be talking about will they go to Sam Bradford if they keep having success. Because it is Sam Bradford, it is Case Keenum, and you know they'll stay with the hot hand. It'd be a mistake, I think. But that having been said, um, looking at this game, and you got to be happy with what you get with Minnesota. Okay, they haven't missed a beat at all. Four hundred yards a game, which is amazing in itself. Their offensive line is great. It's not good, guys. It's great. Then you have Delvin Cook, second in the NFL with 288 rushing yards. Then you have uh, Finnan, 299s receiving. Diggs, 293 at second and third in the NFL um, right now. And they're taking the shots down the field. And why not? I like Minnesota, and I like them so much, but that last week's game, as far as the Lions were concerned, they know they got screwed over. And I think even the NFL knows they got screwed over. And they're running the ball good, which is another great thing as far as the Lions. Right now, they've got the total package. In the fourth quarter, right now the best team in the NFL is the Detroit Lions. I mean – you know, say whatever you want about Tom Brady, okay? That That's just understood. They're always going to be up on top. Aaron Rodgers, same thing. But Matthew Stafford is money in the fourth quarter. And with the Lions running the rock, I'm going to tell you, the Lions are a good football team. So – along with that offensive line, protecting Matthew Stafford. Now, sometimes Stafford runs. I think that's designed. I don't think it's because of the lack of the offensive line. It's designed. Right now, 
One reason why the Lions haven't really compiled a lot of the yards that are needed uh, in total on the work it, on the defense is right now. Right, the Detroit's tied for second in eight takeaways, including seven interceptions. Seven interceptions. That's where this game's going to turn. Now, that's the reason why I'm up on the Lions. Because Case Keenum, I don't trust him to protect the ball more so than control a game, but he's prone to mistakes. Now, I'm not saying Sam Bradford's not. I'd still pick the Lions in this game with Sam Bradford at the quarterback position. But it just gets more worse. Wait, wait. No, it just gets worse (laughs) with uh, Case Keenum at the quarterback position. And I love the Vikings. This is going to be a good game. Uh, this is going to be a good defensive game. Um, it, and it'll be whether or not one quarterback can get the best of the other defense. And I think it comes from Matthew Stafford. I think this Lions football team is really, really ticked off about the game last week. And, and I'm right up there. I think they should have won that game last week. And they got it taken to them. And I think they got screwed. Um, more so than any other time. I mean, he, it was right. I mean, it was so right there. It was scary. So, um, how they react to that is going to be a a big test for them without question. What are they going to do is going to be the big question, but I, I really, I, I like the lions in this one little redemption time because in reality they might have lost this game without being torqued so next game up on board there we're going to talk about it my jaguars and check jaguars won last week big folks don't fall in love and don't think the fact that i'm going to pick the jacksonville jaguars is sunny drinking my jaguar kool-aid i'm just saying they're playing the jets I mean, a, a god-awful football jet. And here's one thing I'll say. The Jaguars, I know this game's in New York. I know it's in quote-unquote hostile territory. But the Jaguars need to win this football game. Not only that, they go to 3-1 and one, sitting on top of the uh, AFC South division, which would be pretty amazing. And they'll have that fall from grace real quick. But That having been said, name of this show, you know, I don't expect it for the rest of the season. So when I look at after week three, what they did to the Baltimore Ravens, I I just really don't, I, I take that up as far as experience to travel the way the Jaguars have for the last, what, five, six years. They know how to travel that game. And the Baltimore Ravens obviously were taken back by what that game causes them. But, and it's not because I'm drinking the juice, it's the Jets. And when you got a guy at the quarterback position and Josh McCown, and you're depending on that guy to be your savior each and every week, I don't feel good about the franchise and the people are making the decisions there. Jaguars right now, 
they have 13 sacks out on the season. They're going to eat up Josh McCown like it is a, a ice cream sundae with extra fudge. So, a, a Calais Campbell, that guy is awesome. And I think this is a game that they get. And all you really got to do in reality, I think, in this game is make the Jets one-dimensional. So, and and I I feel so bad for Todd Bowles. I love Todd Bowles, except for one decision. And and I I say it weekly on this show, is he should have took the Buffalo Bills job. Because the Bills could probably be giving the Patriots a fight for their money. And that didn't happen. So, you know, Doug Marone, you know, everybody loves him. I love him. I love his excitement. I like this guy. But, you know, as much as I want to say they're going to do well for the rest of the season, I just can't do it. And so I'm not going to drink the Jacksonville Jaguar uh, Kool-Aid. I, I just I just don't have it in me. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the Jags. So since we are local, right here in the Dallas area, it's time to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. They take on the Rams. And, man, Dallas Cowboy fans should be feeling good at 2-1. and one. They got the victory last week. And I want to know really how excited you are about that game. The Rams and Cowboys, they are in Dallas, okay? They both have two and one records. They both have shown flashes of greatness. That means, guess what? One of the teams aren't going to show up on the flash of greatness. Now, the Rams have lost 11 of their 12 games a year ago. So their 2-1 start underneath right now, uh, Sean McVay, already feels like they have, you know, conquered the mountain. But I wonder, do the Rams got more in them? I wonder if the quarterback, the number one overall pick, Last year, in Jared Goff, who threw seven interceptions to just five touchdowns while starting the five, uh, the final seven games of last season. I just wonder, as he flipped the, sc- uh, the script, obviously, he's been playing a lot better. And that's obvious. And you got to be happy with that if you're a Rams fan because, really, they haven't had a lot to cheer about except the Trojans, which, by the way, got their asses handed to them, and I picked Washington State. Yeah, I did. So when when you look at what's going on here, you – you ask yourself a question. Jared Goff, going into uh, the game here today, 
He's thrown for 817 yards, five passing touchdowns, only one interception. One. Man, oh, man. Looking really good. And I don't know. There's a home field advantage, though, that sometimes I wonder if the Dallas Cowboy fans know that they're in town because they're quiet. But when that team is playing well, it gets loud in there. So it will all depend upon whether or not whether or not I, I had to check a message. Sorry about that. They they have to find out what team they're made of. Now, here's a problem for the Dallas Cowboys going into this game. Sean Lee, hamstring, okay, he is listed as questionable. And I want to tell you right now, I've been listening to a lot of the insiders. Sean Lee ain't playing today. And that hurts this football team as far as leadership on the defensive side of the ball, where they're already having problems as far as leadership anyway. Um, I'm not saying that Sean Lee's a bad one. I'm saying he's the only one. And without having that guy out on the football field, this is my upset special number two. And it is because of one guy. And the guy that is able to do it each and every week is Sean Lee. This guy gets the job done. And when the Dallas Cowboys, this one going, I don't know. And I am not picking this because I am a Cowboy hater. I'm telling you how valuable that Sean Lee is to your football team. Because if he's on the field, I pick him to win. And that hamstring, even if he plays, he's not going to be 100%. And then I'm running the ball right at him. So the Broncos thumped the Cowboys in week number two after a slow start. And that's what I'm wondering what's going to happen here. The Cowboys recovered from that slow start against the Arizona Cardinals and got that victory 28-17. Okay? I get it. Dak Prescott passed two touchdowns, ran for another, and, you know, he is the man without question. And one thing I will say about the Dallas Cowboys, and this has nothing to do with Jerry Jones, this has nothing to do with anything except the fact that I think, and I think, Jason Garrett has these guys' head on straight. With the combination of Jason Witten keeping everybody's mental edge up. And that's the reason why they came back and beat the Dallas Cow- or the Arizona Cardinals last week. They kept their heads in the game. And when you're able to do that, especially on the road. I'm not saying the Arizona Cardinals are a team you have to worry about a lot, you know, as far as being mentally stable. But when you get down in someone else's home field, and the Arizona Cardinals, hey, they got a pretty good crowd over there. They hung tough and they got that victory. But this week compared to last week, it is huge. Now, I'm going to go ahead and bring in Tar or Cuervo. You know, they – the Dallas Cowboys, they have the Rams, you know, normal, 
normally I am say there's no problem with the Cowboys winning this football game. So I'm going to ask you, Cuervo, this is a big week for the Dallas Cowboys at home. And the reason is, is because it is the Rams as they are preceded, perceived to be, you know, kind of weak sometimes a lot. Um, they dropped this game in Dallas. That could get ugly in Dallas really quick, don't you think? I mean, it could, Sonny. Uh, it depends on how bad they – if it's a field goal loss, then I think, you know, I think Jason Garrett will be fine. He doesn't have to, like, be escorted, you know, back home or anything like that. Um, so if they get if they get shellacked or, or they lose a 17-3 to game or something like that against the Rams, then um, I don't know if I would call for Jason Garrett's head, but I think there's going to be a lot of questions as far as um, you know, what are we doing defensively and what are we doing to improve? Because to me, that's the biggest issue with Dallas. Is yeah. That defensively, they just, they, I, they, you know, they, they have a couple of good pieces, but well, they need a lot of work, Sonny. They need a lot of work. And right now, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, they got the win Monday night against the Arizona Cardinals, and that's great and all. Um, but I tell you, it wasn't because of the defense. No, they put the pressure on Dak Prescott, and he's going to get a shoulder injury real quick if they keep that up. Yeah, well, I mean. Because he's got to carry the team again. But save Dallas is obviously Ezekiel Elliott not getting suspended. But aside from that, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you're talking about one of the best offensive lines in the game. You're talking about a quarterback that can that can do it on both in you know both ways as far as with his legs and his and his arm but to me I just still I still think that there's questions defensively there's not a lot to be excited about if I'm an offensive coordinator I'm not afraid of the Cowboys defense and I yep. know that sounds silly to talk about but I'm right there with you Quero you, know, you know I mean I, I mean DeMarcus Lawrence is, is starting to come come along at the same time, I mean, he could come, he can go out today and, and not do anything. You know, he can go out and, and put up a goose egg in the sack column. Uh, you know, I mean, Sean Lee's been in and out of the lineup again. He's hurt again. Uh, he's very doubtful so, for this game, Cuervo, just to let you know yeah. before you go too far. So, I mean, I don't – I'd probably – I'd probably – if I had to put money on it, I would say he's not going to play today. So, oh, he's not. So, the experts and the insiders around here are saying Sean Lee will not be playing. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, that that that, that was supposed to be your centerpiece of that defense. Absolutely. He can't be the centerpiece if he's always hurt. So now where do, who is the centerpiece? Where does it come from? Who's the leader? Yeah, there, there's no defensive leader right now. Demarcus Lawrence, I'm sorry. That's the guy that gets in trouble. That's the guy that kind of just does well when he wants to, kind of the whole, like, takes plays off thing. That's DeMarcus Lawrence. You can't ask a guy like that to be your defensive leader, Sonny. It's never going to work. It is never going to work. So, with that said, they don't have they don't have a guy that is their leader, and Jared Goff is starting to play well. Yes. Um, so, it's, I, I'm worried. And don't give me the whole Wade Phillips Dallas Cowboys connection. He's been gone too long. That that makes no difference. 
that's the media Wait, so just he, grasping for something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Now, if he was defensive, uh, Dallas's defensive coordinator last year, I would say, okay, you've got something there. You've got a connection there. But he's been away from that team for what five years now. Yes. So there's there's no there's no more Wade Phillips Cowboy connection. That that's been gone. There's the no connection, he, but. But Cuervo, he knows Jason I'll Garrett. Tell, That's about it. He knows him. Well, I, I, I'll tell you, there's no connection. Wade Phillips is the best in the game. I'm telling you right now, the Rams are going to win this football game. This is my second upset special, Cuervo. The Rams are going to win this football game, not because uh, Wade Phillips knows the Dallas Cowboys. I'm, I'm talking about Wade Phillips knows defense. Not that's not fall for that. And and not only that, Wade Phillips, no, you know, people are talking about it. He don't even care about it. That's how great Wade Phillips is. He don't care. And he just goes over, makes the Broncos what they were last year defensively and the year before that. He is a badass on the defensive side as a coach is concerned. And the Dallas Cowboys not having Sean Lee out on the football field is a big problem in this game. And I don't even care if he plays. Let's say he plays. He's got a hamstring injury. Okay. That's going to, that's going to really slow it down big time because he's got to test it, make sure he can actually do it, make sure he can go full speed. And then we find out if he can get the job done. I'm worried about it. And if Sean Lee was out on the football field, I would pick the Cowboys. But the fact that they got Wade Phillips and Sean Lee's injured, I I can't pull the trigger on the Dallas Cowboys this week, except for the fact that what's going to happen is Dak Prescott, if they win the game, is going to end up with a shoulder injury because they're going to put all of it on Dak Prescott because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think Ezekiel Elliott runs the ball here today. And that's going to be a problem. There's a lot of other things going on because the answer to the court question is going to get answered next week. And that's going to be, it's on his mind. You say whatever you want, Ezekiel Elliott is not the same guy right now. It's why? Because he can't concentrate 100% on the football like he did last year. Yeah, I mean, it is different this year. Um, I would say that, you know, Zeke right now is not – I mean, the Denver yep. Broncos definitely slowed him down. I would also say that uh, it's probably going to happen again today. I could see Zeke getting maybe 50 yards, no scores. Yep. I would, bench, I, would, I would consider benching Zeke Elliott if you have him on your fantasy team. I would too. Um, That's a good point. That up front four on the Rams is not bad, Cuervo. They're actually pretty good. They get in the backfield really quick, too. Right. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. So, um, and that's got me worried about – because I'm thinking about putting Prescott in my one of my uh, on one of my teams. However, my other options are Kirk Cousins against a very good Kansas City team Monday night or – Marcus Mariota against the Houston Texans defense on the road. So I'm stuck between hey, a rock find and a quarter and flip it. <laughs> I, yeah, well, it's coming down to either Mariota or uh, Prescott because I'm not – Cousins ain't getting no action this weekend from me. Not I don't blame him. That, Chief, that Chiefs defense is brutal. So 
Um, it's going to be either, yeah, it's going to be either uh, Mariota or Dak Prescott. I might have to get a an official couch potato quarter and and flip it. I I think hey hey I think Dak Prescott might have a big game. I just don't think they're going to win the game. That's the good thing about fantasy. Don't matter if they win as long as they get you the points. True. And uh, True. so. And now, who do you have in this game? I, I'm. This is my second upset special of the day. I have the Rams beating Dallas in Dallas. Yeah, you know, I, I think, uh, <clears throat> I think I'm going to stick with the Cowboys, Sonny. However, close. It's going to be good game. Um, and it's going to come down to the wire. I think it could be one of those those type of games where. Last possession wins the game, and uh, I could see, I could see, I'm gonna see. It, Dallas will get it done, Sonny, but it's gonna be a struggle. Like people are gonna be disappointed. You're gonna hear a lot of complaining in Dallas about yeah. what the I team's doing right. and why do they look so bad. What? Well, because the Rams are a pretty good team on the, especially defensively. When you got a guy like Wade Phillips, I mean, that's money. I mean, he sees. He still he can still coach a good defense. He's been doing it for years, absolutely years upon years. And I mean, everything he touches turns to gold. Every defense he touches turns to gold. So and in that amazing, say uh, Wade Phillips is really good at his job thing. Yep, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. By the way, um, as we go here. Uh, some good stuff going on. Uh, the, um, the man known as the good old boy himself had picked the Dallas Cowboys in this game. Uh, so that having been said, where are you at? You, you're going to go ahead. You're going to stay with the Cowboys. Yeah, I am, Sonny. I'm going to stick with Dallas, but um, it's going to be really close. And uh, I'm sure if the Rams win, I'll hear from you later later today. Uh, saying that I told you so. I'm sure I'll get the uh, the good old message. Well, Quervo, I'm not very good with my prediction up on the ten nothing uh, that's happening up in Miami, uh, but <laughs> I, I will talk about that one. So, but it, it is what it is. By the way, fourth and twelve for the Saints right now. Fourth and twelve. So, again, third down. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Are they punting? I yeah, they're they're punting on this. yeah, they're gonna punt. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna punt. They're on. They're but they're on. They're not gonna punt. They're gonna kick field goal. They're on the Miami twenty-seven. So we'll find out. Yep, he made the extra uh, the field goal. So it's thirteen nothing now. So, but it it is Miami just they just can't get any offense going. It's sad. They're making this so. god awful Saints defense look good. That's that's uh <laughs> I mean, why would you do that? Why yeah. would you do that? I'm I'm surprised I'm, I'm just surprised Miami hasn't put any points up. I'm not saying they should be yeah, lighting scoreboard up. You know, Jay Cutler's your quarterback, that's not gonna happen. But yeah. um I mean at least put something up on the board, my goodness. Show that you're there. <laughs> right, did they like miss the fight or what? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right. Cuervo, quick hits for you, okay? Because we covered some games while you were getting the high and tight. So, 
Let, let's cover some of the ones that I covered while you were uh, TCBN. Let's head on over to the to the Jaguars Jets. I'm not, I, and I I told everybody I'm not drinking the uh, Jaguar Kool Aid. It's just the fact that it's the Jets. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm picking your Jaguars too, but to, I mean that's good. That it's more because of how bad the Jets suck, okay? Absolutely. And you want to talk about you want to talk about not falling in love. Don't fall in love with the fact that the Jets beat the Dolphins last week, okay? Look at what's going on right now. Right and now, they, they, yeah. they haven't scored a single point. They haven't scored a single point against the worst defense in the NFL. So there's obviously – Well, it, it's either Indianapolis yeah. – it, it's either Indianapolis or the Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints. <laughs> yeah, Indies is bad too. Though. Indies is really bad. They're the second yeah. worst. Yeah, and that Drew Brees injury, you know, the shoulder having to carry his team, you know, that that that's huge, and and it gets it gets where it is. But uh, some interesting stuff there. All right, and the other game I covered while you were getting the high and tight done, uh, which no I'm gonna high and some... tight, Sonny. Come on. <laughs> But the other game I covered while you got it done, Minnesota and uh, Detroit. Detroit is in Minnesota. And, you know, and people are, you know, talking about the Kool-Aid of Case Keenum. Is he matched Sam Bradford and what he did? So, you know, how many people are falling in love with the Case Keenum thing? I think the Lions are pissed. That last week, that was a touchdown. They lost the game. They should be 3-0. What are you looking at in this game? Well, I mean, I, I think uh, I think it's going to be a pretty, you know, I mean, it's a divisional game, first of all. Absolutely. Um, Love what, those what games. What I'm looking, looking at in this game is really how does Matthew Stafford um, not, you know, what, what does he do to try and, and – I guess, uh, uh, you know, throw the this Vikings defense off, you know, you know, because this Vikings defense is good, very good. They are very good, and it's going to be a challenge for Stafford. I mean, you look at the who he's played against, you know, the first three games. He played Arizona, eh, good defense, not not great. They played Atlanta last, eh, good defense, not great yet. Um, and oh, who was the other game that they played? I can't remember, but um, th- this is by far the best defense they've played so far that they're going to play. So, you know, it's just a matter of can Stafford, you know, find ways to move the ball downfield. I mean, this Vikings defense is brutal, Sonny. I mean, they're very good, so um, – and then can, can on the other side, can Detroit, are they going to be able to slow down what Minnesota's doing offensively? And it's not just Absolutely. Case Keenum. I mean, they've got a rookie running back in Dalvin Cook uh, that is that is running all over the place. I mean, he's, he's good, off to a he? great start. Well, he's yeah, good. Well, I've got him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's one of my fantasy sleepers. So, I mean, sure I got who? him. Adrian who? Yeah, I think. They should have done that. See, they should have done that three years ago, though, son. Absolutely. They should have done that. They should have been moved on from AP. 
but yep. and now they're now it's coming back to haunt them because they didn't get anything in return. Yeah, I agree. Big time agree. Who you got in this one? Oh, uh, I'm gonna go Vikings. I'm going with the with the with the purple people leaders. Hey, and it's not a bad pick. I, I just I can't fall in love with Case Keenum for doing it again. I I, I just I, I can't get on that gravy train of what what Case I'm, Keenum isn't. I'm Minnesota. I'm picking Minnesota for everything but Case Keenum. I get it because that defense is out of sight. And, and and you know, Stephon Diggs is a guy that can Detroit. Who's going to stop him? You know, Darius Slay, is, is he there yet? Can, is he a guy that can shut, you know, number one receivers down yet? I mean, Julio Jones looked like he had his way against against them last week. So, you know, I mean, it, 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 they're not quite there yet defensively. Yeah, Offensively, but he's hey, not Julio Jones, Cuervo. Come on now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, though, you compare numbers, he's, he's playing – just as good, if not better. I bet you, if you look at the numbers, Stephon Diggs is having a better year right now than Julio Jones. Yeah, but also, you also got to remember, they got two guys on Julio Jones. I mean, as much as I like Stephon Diggs, he don't have double coverage up on him or an over-the-top protector on him as well. Point taken. But I get your point, and he should be able to do it is what you're saying, and I get your point. And this should be the game that he should be able to to go ahead and do because he doesn't have the -the over-the-top help, or he's not going to get it. Let's just say that. And you're right. Will the defense be able to stand up to that? That is a huge question. So uh, not, not that it's a bad point, but it is a point, and we're just on the other side of that one. So next one up. As we went back and we covered without Cuervo, this is a good one coming up here too, Cuervo. The Pittsburgh Steelers, two and one, okay, two and one, and they take on a two and one Baltimore Ravens who got waxed, you know, in London. I, I they just weren't ready for that game. They had nothing to do with preparation as far as X's and O's. They just weren't prepared for that game. You know, getting on a plane, I think, what is it, like 16 hours on a plane? That, that That's something that if you're not used to it or you've never done it or you don't have a clue, it's too hard for you. So they get waxed, and I mean waxed, up in Jacksonville, uh, um, not in Jacksonville, but in London on the Jacksonville Jaguar home game. But now the Ravens are at home taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The question in this game, Cuervo, you know, both sides, they're about as even as it is. It's going to be about how much can the Baltimore Ravens recover from the waxing the Jacksonville Jaguars gave them in London? Oh, the Jaguars shellacked them, Sonny. I mean, it wasn't 44 to 7. Yeah. I, I tell you, if you saw that coming, I'm going to call you Nostradamus now because. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. I mean, that was just... Well, hold on. They, wait, wait, wait. But no one saw the Steelers the losing to the Bears last week either. I, yeah. I mean, that's the worst I've ever seen Joe Flacco play. That's the worst I've yeah. ever seen the Baltimore Ravens play. Yeah. And that just came out of nowhere. Like, Eight it just, yards it almost in the felt first like they quarter. didn't want to be there. 
eight yards. Sonny, it felt like Baltimore didn't even want to be there. Yep. I think you're right, Cuervo. I think I, I think they, they they came at expecting to lose this game, and if they got lucky enough to get out of it, they were okay. Um, they didn't want to be in London. I think you're right, Cuervo. I mean, honestly, Sonny, I can't think of any other reason. I mean, it's it, just because they're not that bad. Team has nothing. They don't want anything to do with you know a game, and and that and that game last yeah. week, it felt like they had they didn't want to be there. And then you got the Steelers losing to, you know, the Chicago Bears. Oh, my God. You know, I, I get, the game was in Chicago, I think. So, I guess you you can give them that. But, man, two teams that had no business losing last week uh, uh, lost. Uh, and here's the great thing about this, Cuervo, division game, AFC North. I mean, this is money. This is a money game right here. As far as enjoying and watching football, this is money. I love it. Mute, mute. He's on mute. I'm ordering some right now, Sonny. Sorry about that. Ah, Okay. All right. Since you're ordering, I'll go into this. Again, both teams, two and one. Both lose bad games last week. Um, so you got to look at it. So the question is, will there be carryover from the god-awful performances out on the football field, um, especially with the history between these two teams? So 12 of the past 18 matchups against these games or teams right here were decided by three points. So this one's going to be no different. Uh, the question is, is who's going to be on the other side of that three points? Will it be Joe Flacco trying to recover from the worst game of his career? Career, or will it be I mean you, you got to look at it He completed 8 of 18 Passes for 28 yards Okay and 2 Interceptions against the Jaguars So the Flacco uh, Situation it, you know, he ended up With a passer rating of 12 That uh, that has Got to be one of the worst In history uh, so that Was ugly yeah so you do yeah. Yeah, So Cuervo Baltimore enters this game with the worst. Get this. I was reading this. This really squared, squared me up. They entered this game with the offensive length last in the league in total yards because of that last game that really hurt them. Uh, so, and they weren't really right. lighting it up with the yards in the first two games. So, you know, and then you got Ben Roethlisberger on the other side, who at least put some points up on the board against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I mean, I think today's going to say a lot about how this season is going to go for the Baltimore Ravens. If they come out and they execute and, and they play a good game and, and might even pull the win off, then I yep. think you can save the season. I think the Ravens season is saved. But if they come out and they and they just you know dork it up again and and score you know six points and have 150 to 200 yards of offense, um, I mean John Harbaugh, I don't know. You might want to go join your brother up in Michigan or something because you're not going to be employed by the Baltimore Ravens anymore if they after this season if they go out there and they and they you know lay another another. Uh, I don't know, a, a dud. Close to against, a goose. Especially man. the Ravens. You can't do that against the Ravens. 
No. You can't do that again. And this is something that I was thinking about, um, you know, with the Bears. Because I'm telling you, John Fox probably won't be back next year. Because this is the deal. As a Bears fan, um, you know, the number one goal, no matter no matter the situation, no matter what direction the team is going in or, or what, it doesn't matter that the number one goal is and always Beat Green be Bay. Bay. Beat Green Bay. That is it. There's nothing else to it. I don't care if you go two and fourteen. If those two <laughs> wins are against the Packers, it's a successful. Your job season, is secure. So yeah. And 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 Lovey Smith nailed it. That's what that's what he said. When I remember when he got hired, he's like, Our number one goal is to beat Green Bay. I was like, You got it, coach. You know what you're doing. All right, I know let's do this. And hey, look. Uh, you know, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing with John Harbaugh and the Ravens. Beat Pittsburgh. Right. That should be our number one goal is to beat the Steelers. And you know what? It hasn't been happening lately. So if they and it's not going to happen. I don't think it happens to get today either, Cuervo. And, and the main reason, okay, is, is that you look at that game last week with the with the Steelers. Okay, the Steelers' def, they, defense. Okay. They gave up 220 yards rushing last week, but the problem with the Ravens is they got three guys in there that can't get two or three yards. So the Ravens' running game, where they should be foaming at the mouth against the Steelers, are not going to get anything because they don't have anybody there. That hurts this football team. I'm telling you, Cuervo, Joe Flacco can be Joe Flacco of the past, and you can love him all day long, but they don't have a running game, and that really hurts. Because if you look at Baltimore, when they were really good, they had some, even if it was with Lewis, okay, they had a running game. They haven't had a running game since, and they haven't been in contention since. So, Cuervo, when when you look at this game, you – Who's going to run the ball? It's going to be the Steelers. The Ravens aren't going to run it against the worst part of their defense. And that's the reason why it took about three seconds to think. I was like, ah, Baltimore home, they're going to win. And then that stat right there just blew it out of the water for me as far as whether or not the Steelers are going to win this game. So, I mean, this wasn't hard for me. I took the Steelers. Oh, I did too, Sonny. I mean, it, it, it. I took about five seconds to think about it. And I was like, wait a minute. The Ravens suck this year. Yep, Steelers win. So, yep. I mean, that, that's how that what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it should be that easy. That, that really makes me mad that I got to think it that way. Uh, but, the, I mean, the Steelers oh, should the be able to win it. this game. That's the reality of it, Sonny. I mean, when yeah, when yeah. the team sucks, they suck. That's it. There's really no other discussion. There's nothing else to be said. Yeah. Steelers, uh, you know, should be able to get this victory on the road. I don't think there's too much to argue about. And I'm looking at Tarvin's pick on who he thinks is going to win this game. And by the way, uh, James Wilson is going to be happy with that pick. He's a big Steeler fan. Uh, they're winning, you know, so since they're winning, we appreciate that. Um, let's see here. And let's see who Tarvin has in this one. If he, I wonder if he's, uh, no, he has the Ravens at home. So 
He's going on the other side. He's going the Ravens. He's probably thinking that they couldn't play as bad as they did last week. Maybe they have a turnaround. It's probably what he's thinking about it. So interesting pick there for uh, Tarvin up on the picks this week. So we're both on the Steelers. Watch out for Bell. I think he has a big day, um, as well as Antonio Brown, a couple of touchdowns. I think they actually wax Baltimore pretty well. So next game up on board here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as we cover them all the way to the end. Tennessee, Houston. I think this could be a good game, Cuervo. Uh, this is a morning game, so I hope the red zone's all over this one because we're going to find out. This is an AFC South battle. And the Jaguars, you know, might get the win today. So the Tennessee Titans, if they're as good as they supposedly are, okay, they need to get a victory in Houston. And I'm wondering, will they get it? What do you think? Well, I mean, I, I, I um, leaning towards the Titans, just to kind of throw that out there. But um, you know, when, when I when I look at this game, I. I uh, look at how good Seattle last week. I mean, granted, right, I know Seattle, right. they're not the best road team. We all, we all know that, and that's been shown over the years. However, I mean, you look at you just look at the, how well that the Titans flow, especially uh, offensively. I mean, with Mariota and Demarco Murray and. Everything they've got going on offensively, it's it's they flow pretty well, um, you know. So that that goes to good play calling and and just good execution. So yes, um, you know. And and uh, as far as the, the the Texans are concerned, man, they need a running game, Sonny. I'm sorry, Lamar Miller just isn't getting it done right now. He's not getting it done. Foreman, I agree. The, uh, the rookie, I think his name is Foreman. Um, he's been. He's been off to a fast start. It just my my question is: Is he going to continue, or is he going to start to run flat, especially against the very good run defense of the Titans with Dick LeBeau uh, leading the way? And um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see if they can keep it up, or or is it going to be, or is this going to be a game that the Texan uh, you know run game gets completely shut down? And now you got to rely on Deshaun Watson to go out there and and um, you know really make some magic happen. And, and what question, Sonny? Have you seen DeAndre Hopkins this year? Because I haven't heard anything. I haven't either. 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 Yeah, good point. You know, I mean, this guy this guy wanted big money, and now he's got. I think he got paid, and uh, now he's nowhere to be found. And put him on. Put, is he on the milk carton at least? At least <laughs> have it advertised that he's missing or. What's going on here? Someone, is anybody worried about him? <laughs> uh, I, I would think the Texans are worried about him. Yeah. So, yeah. This one here, you know, Cuervo, there's a couple of things I was looking at when I was trying to figure out. I, I looked – I looked at last year's game because this is a division game. You can look at history in division games. I believe that. But you can't go too far back. You can only go two years when you're talking about that. All right. So last last year, okay, the Titans, they finished two and four within the division. Okay. And but they had the same record that the Texans did. That's the reason why the Texans were in the playoffs. So that having been said, you know, you look at that whole situation, the 
Texans were five and one within the division. So if the if the Tennessee Titans are going to get back into it or make the playoffs like I think they will, they got to do better in games within the division. So, you know, right now, if the Titans have to win in this division if they're going to make the playoffs. And it's got to start this week. But, you know, a win here would put them, you know, kind of like, I'm not going to say in control of the South because if Jaguars win, they're going to be three and one. They're going to be right up there with everybody or whoever wins this game. So the Jaguars are going to be there for uh, just a little bit of time before they get back down to reality. And one of these two teams are going to be the one that wins this division. So when I, I look at that whole situation as far as history and for the last Right now, the Texans have been better. So my question that I have, will the, but I look back to last year and this year, that's not the same Texans team. I, they were better last year. They're just not as good this year. And that's the reason why I have the Tennessee Titans in this one. Well, Sonny, I mean, you got to look at it this way, too. I mean, they've got a rookie quarterback playing. So, yeah, it's going to definitely too. look like – they uh, they declined, but in reality, it's it's going to pay off, you know, next year, two years from now, when their expectation is going to be to win the division, and yeah. it's going to look like they're going to win the division. So, I mean, if if anything, I would say aside from Tennessee, the one team in that division that the arrow is pointing up is the Houston Texans. So. I think it's going to be those two teams fighting uh, year in and year out for for the division title, and that's nothing against Andrew Luck. It's it's you know the Colts as a whole organization. You can't make the mistake that the Green Bay Packers are making by you know trying to make Andrew Luck carry the whole load. Right. Putting it on his shoulder. Because that's right. what Green Bay's doing. Yes. And that's something that you, you talk about every Sunday. Yep. So, you know, the, I'm afraid the Colts I are making that same mistake. <laughs> well, no, you're very good at reminding, Sonny. Trust yes. me. You're very good at reminding. Only but, when I'm right, though. <laughs> I'm quick to yeah. forget the wrong. <laughs> of course. We all are. We all are. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, it, it's it's really comes down to just you got to continue to go get help for Andrew Luck. T.Y. Hilton is a great receiver. Don't get me wrong. But you got rid of Colby Fleener. Your, your running game, you have no running game. Okay? None. None. And, um, and, you know, he needs that, especially with a guy that is having shoulder issues. You've got to make sure that he's protected. And right now, it's he's not – Indianapolis doesn't have the offensive line to to sit here and say that, oh, yeah, we've got the protection for him, because you don't. You just don't. Absolutely. Tough division. This is a crazy division. By the way, though, it, it, you look at the sides. I mean, the Texans, Deshaun Watson, he's looking to you know build up on what he's done. He passed for, I think it was 301 yards and a touchdown last week. So... Um, they get that, you know, win on the road. That was huge. So, 
you know, that's mm-hmm. huge. Now they go on the road again. So, or they didn't actually mark that. He didn't, they didn't win last week. They played the Patriots. But he played well in Gillette. So, I mean, the kid is maturing big time. You got to like that. Um, so, this right here has to be a statement game for the Tennessee Titans and Marcus Mariota is that you got to be able to beat this rook. And that's what I'm going to depend on. I'm going to depend on Marcus Mariota and his experience to beat this rook. And they got to score, and they have the capability of scoring because they have wide receivers, they have running, and the defensive line for – I like the defensive line for the Tennessee Titans. You're not always talking about them, but they get penetration. They put pressure. They may not always get the result of that pressure, but they get pressure on the quarterback. So that's going to be a big thing here. How much will that really uh, affect Deshaun Watson? Will he be running a lot? Which I think he will be. And if the Texans win, it will be because Deshaun Watson is accurate throwing the football while on the run. So, but I just, I don't know if they'll get it. So I'm up on the Tennessee Titans this week. Who you got? Yeah, I'm I'm going the same direction, Sonny. Tennessee's going to win. Um, I think they win pretty comfortably too. Honestly, I, I don't see them. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's not going to be like a thirty-four to nothing blowout, but I could see a you know twenty-four to thirteen, twenty-four fourteen type game uh, where it's kind of one of those like scenarios. Six minutes left in the game, and, and the Titans they they put it in the end zone to kind of seal the deal. And the rest of the game just kind of, you know, runs out from there. But um, I'll tell you, it's it's going to be – I think it's going to be a real competitive game. I want to see J.J. Watt uh, run around trying chasing Mariota down. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, or it's Davion Clowney, whichever one. But I know they're going to try and get pressure on him. That's that's what they're going to try to do. But got to be careful because the kid's got legs. You can't, you can't yep. just expect to, you know – uh, put pressure on Mariota and then he folds. He's not going to fold. I promise you, he won't. Exactly. So, interesting uh, situation. So, so you are on Tennessee. That is correct, Sonny. I'm on Tennessee. I thought I thought you were going to make a play for the last second for Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it no, no, didn't no. happen. I, I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna go ahead and flip the switch and you decided not to good pick by the way. All right, next one up and oh my gosh, it's eleven twenty five. We we could talk NFL for six hours on Sunday morning, still not get it all in. That having been said, quick hits, <laughs> here we go. New York Giants, afternoon game. Take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and um I the Giants are so bad. They should have won last week, by the way, and they didn't. Uh, the Eagles got that 61-yarder to beat them by the second. Couldn't happen to a better team. I hate the Giants, by the way. And and that's a team I hate, you by the way. Say, I, I you don't say. I hate that team. Say, and, and Eli, I hate the Giants and Eli Manning. If they got rid of Eli Manning, I'd still hate the Giants. They just give me something else to hate up on top of them. Uh, and the Tampa mm-hmm. Bay Buccaneers Cuervo. I mean, Tampa Bay's one and one. Uh, look good in their opener after week number one hurricane uh, bye. So that being said, we have the New York Giants 
you're all set to go in there. And I think this is a game the Giants are going to win. I'm not saying they're better, by the way, than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I just think, I, and I hate this pick, it makes me mad. I don't know if you want to call this an upset or not, but um, it, it wasn't part of my two. But I think the Giants are going to win this game just because of last week and all that situation. I mean, so, you, so you're calling for the Giants' first win? Yeah, I'm going to give the Giants. Hey, tell wow. me why I'm wrong, and I know I'm along a lot. Well, because I just think that Tampa Bay's defense is really good, and I think they're going to they're going to put get a lot of pressure on Eli. I could see them picking Eli off. I'd say two times. I could see two picks for Eli today. That's how good the defense is for the Bucks. So. Um, all I need is Odell Beckham Jr. to have a good game. That's all I'm asking for. I honestly, I really don't care who wins as long as Beckham has a good game. So, uh, but no, I like I like Tampa just because I think their defense is very solid. Um, I think it's going to be a low scoring game because the Giants' defense is good too. But I just think that Winston will be able to make more plays than Eli, and sometimes. To win a game in the NFL, Sonny, that's all, that's all it comes down to, is you made one more play than the other team did, than the other quarterback did. And I think this is going to be one of those games where the difference is one play that Eli couldn't make, but Jameis Winston did make. Right. Uh, and, and I think that's what it's going to come down to. And I could see, I could see Tampa getting this win. It's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be low scoring. So if you want to put money on it, I would say go ahead and bet the under. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I like Tampa to uh, to sneak sneak this one uh, in there for the W. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm not taking the Giants because I think they're overall a better football team. I just think they showed a lot of improvement last week, and maybe they can do it for two weeks in a row. We'll find out. Doubt it, though, uh, because that's just the way they play. Philadelphia, 2-1, and one, take on the Chargers. I love the Eagles, by the way. I love that. I, and, and I'm beginning to get a man crush on Carson Wentz, Cuervo. I don't blame you. He's a good young quarterback. And, you know, I'll tell you, how do you say it, Sonny? I was wrong. Yes, I know. Wrong about Carson. Man, my back starts to get pulled whenever I have to do that. I get it. But, yeah. They got the Chargers. God, could you be any worse and have Phillip Rivers on your football team and be that bad? I mean, God, I feel sorry for him. And if he's not an Arizona Cardinal next year, then that's not pulling the right trigger. Arizona should be all over the Phillip Rivers uh, train to try to get him on that football team next year, without question. It's not going to happen, Sonny. They're not going to commit. I know it's not. I just I want to live. I, I want to become a Cardinal fan again for the right reason because they got a good. And you want. And it's not going to happen unless Phillip Rivers becomes your quarterback. I know. Man, you guys must be desperate over there in Arizona. No, no. Hey, Cuervo, Philip Rivers, 
if if this guy might have been on a different football team, we're talking Hall of Fame numbers, Cuervo. We're talking about getting the job done in the air. Um, it, this, this guy is the epitome of having a career injury of a shoulder injury because that's all he's had to do is try to carry this football team to get a victory. I mean, instead of having a real defense. Instead of having a, a, a complete team, the Chargers are about 60%, and that's with Phillip Rivers. If this guy was a saint, if this guy was a panther, if this guy had a, a halfway decent defense, your Chicago Bears should be picking up the phone and calling Phillip Rivers. Wouldn't you be in love with the Bears even more if they got Phillip Rivers? Or maybe I'm wrong. I would say five years ago, maybe, but not now. Not now. Man. I mean, the guy's – he's hes not – I'm telling you, Sonny, he's not what he was. Oh, I'm not saying he is, but he's, bet, he's better right now than Carson Palmer, I, and I don't even know the numbers. So, here, I just picked him up. I just pulled him up. 760 yards, averaging 253 a game, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's Philip Rivers, and that's on a horrible football team. Carson Palmer, on the other hand, let me M E R. Carson Palmer, on the other hand, oh sure, they didn't bring up the numbers right in front of me. Let's make me angry. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the other one did. This one did. Good lord. Here it is. Nine hundred and twenty-five yards, four touchdowns, three oh eight. Okay, now, the numbers don't match, so Sonny sounds stupid right now. Um, and the uh, quarterback rating 76.1, though. That's the difference. Uh, 81.7 for uh, Philip Rivers. And Cuervo's putting away dishes. Like, you got to love it. <laughs> I'm putting ice in a cup, Sonny. I'm getting got a cold it. drink ready. Yeah, cold drink ready. Oh, hold it, hold it, hold it. I'm going to bring him in because he's there, and I didn't look. He should have told me. But oh, he was is, it, is this a good old boy? Please it it, it is. The, hold on. Push that button. The good old boy. There he is. Code 74. I'll be right, right with you. Good old boy. It's the good old boy. Now Big oh, time. We gotta sell the show now. There he is, Charvin. Turn your phone off mute. There he is. What's up, guys? Hey, hey, Brian. What's going on, Big Bry? Oh man, just uh, thinking about if I'm gonna watch NFL today or not. I, just, <laughs> I haven't decided yet, guys. I have not oh. decided. Uh, you have not decided, but you made your picks. Yeah, at least I can pick them right. Hell, I don't even have to watch to pick them. I'm so good, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't don't say that, Mister Six and Ten, last week. No, I wasn't Six and Ten last week. Yes, sure were. I was Ten and Six last, Nine and Seven last week. Yeah, I wonder which seven. one I wrote down wrong. Well, nine and seven, bad week. Nine and seven sucks. I should be shocked for that, but yeah, for some well, I went eight, eight. I couldn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I think last week anybody that knew football 
had a bad week, <laughs> and that's just the honest truth. If you picked all those games, you were either fans of those teams or just picking opposite day because you don't ever see that many upsets happen. So that was uh, a good day of football. But man, my Panthers are in trouble, guys. I think I think Cam Newton's done. Yeah, they're done. Take a fork in him. He's done. <clears throat> Well, you know, it's, it's interesting, not, Brian. It's we, not his fault. We, we, we talked about that earlier, Sonny and I, and it, it, to me it's – it's. I brought up the question, do you think Cam even wants to be in Carolina anymore, or do you think he wants out? Uh, who knows what that diva wants sometimes. I mean, he's just a, a baby. But with the offensive line is what's hurting them the most, their injuries. Why can't they keep people up front? I think – I think he doesn't want to be there as long as they're not blocking for him. Because let's be honest, he's getting killed. I mean, and these offensive linemen dropped like flies last year. Every one of them were, were injured. Now it's starting the, the center's out and another guy's out again, left tackle, I believe. It's just, and I don't think he's got the hunger anymore. That's what I see. I could be wrong. Hey, no, I think it's a good point. Hey, hold on. I, I got I got to push the – hey, do you know uh, – um, Cuervo, do you know uh, uh, a guy in Nashville, John in Nashville? Nashville? No, I don't. And it doesn't ring a bell. Hold on one second. Let me hold on. Let me hit this button here. I'll be right back. Hold on. It's probably a Butch Jones fan. Oh God! You know, let's not get started with that, Brian. Mike. Well, that's the best day in Tennessee football history. You finally got rid of the coach you needed to, and there's no worries about it anymore. It's over. Well, I mean, did the, is 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 it official he's gone, or are they? Oh gone? yeah, they're gonna fire him. Okay. Okay. He, can't, he can't survive that. By the way, seriously, let me let me hop back in here. John from Nashville. He says you talked to him about the picks and the spread and everything. Do you know this guy, Cuervo? I talked to him about the picks and the spread. Yeah. Bring, bring him in, Sonny. Let's bring him in, baby. I, no, I'm not going to do it. I, I see where this is going. It's <laughs> the mom in the bed. This is the guy in the be, in the basement, the basement of his mom's uh, house. So, no, you can hang on and listen. I don't trust that all day long. But, by the way, we only got 20 minutes left to go in the show. So, we need to go in flash motion. I, I, I said it before, we could talk six hours of NFL football uh, on Sunday morning, and we still wouldn't get done. So so who do you got? I, if, I have Philly. Uh, Cuervo, you got Philly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't trust the Chargers as far as I can throw them. Okay. And Tarvin, who you got? Uh, Chargers. Chargers. So he's taking the home team. It's just because they're home. Well, they're due. Hell, eventually they're going to win a game. And I they good, point, good, good point. Good point. Now, that having been said, which is the name of the show, and of course, Mama's Basement don't hang on to listen. He just wanted to do what he wanted to do and job, make an buddy. idiot of him. Yeah, exactly. So, that having been said, next game is up on Mard here on the Couch for Taze Sports Show. This, this, I don't know how much of an upset of it is. San Francisco, they're 0-3. They take on the Arizona Cardinals. 
I just have a sneaking suspicion there's nothing data related to me picking the 49ers today. Except the Cardinals are just that bad. I mean, they can get some yards, but they're just not playing good football. And this is one that's going to come back and snap them in the behind. I think that right now until the Arizona Cardinals win a game, I'm not picking them. San Francisco, they look pretty good sometimes. So I think that might get the job done. But, yes, it's in Arizona. And, yes, has the, the Arizona has a good defense. Cuervo, I mean, I don't know. Who, I don't even know who to pick, but I'm going to take the 49ers just because the Cardinals are that bad. Well, we're going to disagree again, Sonny. I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals. I just think they're, they have better talent. Um, I think they're better defensively. They're just better. I mean, there's really no specific reason I'm taking Arizona other than the fact that they just have a better football team. Um, I know that sounds cliche or, or kind of like, okay, that's, that's a stupid reason. But, I mean, there's really – I mean, I mean, what is there to like about Arizona, though? Their running game is exactly. not good. Um, yeah. But here's the thing, though. Arizona's running game is not good, but San Francisco's is worse. No Carlos Hyde. Okay? Oh, without question. Carson Palmer, not very good. I'm going to let you finish that statement, Sonny. I know. It's Brian Hoyer, my buddy. I, listen, listen, I hate this. No, I thought you were going to say Brian <laughs> Hoyer sucks. Well, he does suck. He, he, he sucks really bad. But, I, you know, I think a wheel's falling off right now in Arizona, Tarvin, with the Cardinals. They, they just don't look in sync at all. What, and, and it is defensively. They have not been able to show up defensively all year long, so I think that's part of one of the wheels falling off the bus. And where is this game being played at? Arizona. That's all that matters. Yeah, two right. teams that suck. Two teams that suck, and you got one thing that's different. Uh, they're playing at home. Arizona's better. They got more. I mean, you know, people thought San Francisco was going to win six, seven ball games this year. I don't think that's going to happen. I didn't. Um, Arizona gets it. No, I know you did, Sonny. You have a brain. But, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Arizona's going to get it Someone done today, I think, it. just because they're <laughs> Someone finally admitted it. I got a brain. If I only had a brain. <laughs> But I am picking the 49ers, so I might be dumb this week. It's just a coin flip in this game. I mean, the Cardinals should win this game. Don't get me wrong. I'm not stupid. But there's something about the Cardinals that remind me of the early 2000s right now. And they should win games and they lose them. And that's what's going on here. In the first part of this, the first part of this season, the Arizona Cardinals have not looked like the Arizona Cardinals of the last three years, and that's what scares me. It's the reason why I don't trust them. It's the reason why I don't have any hope for them um, going into this one. Um, so, in reality, I don't feel good about it at all. So, I'm on the 49ers. Like I said, I don't think it's much of a uh, of an upset. Maybe it is. I don't know. It, it, it's just a bad game. Uh, another bad game. All right. Even I'm saving. I'm saving the last uh, Thursday, uh, Sunday night game for a second. Indianapolis and Seattle. I mean, God. God yeah. That's bad. Ah. Uh, uh, hey, Quavo. Parts of me wants to pull the trigger on the Colts. Parts of me do. 
And uh, I will tell you, hmm. and I'm not going to do it because I'm not that stupid, but if the Colts beat the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle, they might burn down that stadium. <laughs> well, I was going to say, whatever part of you is picking the Colts, you might want to shut that part of you down because it's not it's not thinking <laughs> you know, clearly right Cuervo, now. Cuervo, Cuervo, you know what it is. Sonny likes indoor football, and that's about the the roster of the Colts. Yeah, the exactly. They got some good players. <laughs> 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 there you go. Man, that hurt. That hurt my feelings. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a compliment. I mean, that's just I'm I just like indoor football too. That hurt my feelings. But uh, but, uh, but it's true. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's such a bad game. Indianapolis. So, I, so I'm taking Seattle. I mean, I, 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 man, you know what? I'm going to pull the freaking trigger. I don't care. I'm, take, I'm oh, taking Indianapolis. I, don't I, do I, it, Sonny. Don't I'm, do not, it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I, I, I'm pulling the trigger. And the reason why, hey. okay, Baldwin's not playing. Oh, well, he's going to play. He's injured. He might get some yards. But it won't be enough. I, 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 this is a gut pick. It's because I think Seattle. I think Seattle. The inmates are running oh. the asylum over there. I really do. Yeah, I think especially the fake control. news by Bennett, Sonny. The, I, I, huh? I was a teammate of Bennett lying about the police. I would kick his ass off the team. I'm sure there's not much harmony in that locker room right now. And I'm glad I'm not the only one that sees it. Although you guys are four weeks late. And maybe even last year late. There, there's something wrong with this team. I, I'm going to Indianapolis. I'm I'm just not gonna I'm I'm not gonna be able to. I I I, I want to pull the trigger so bad, so I'm gonna do it. Kaboom! Uh, so they're gone. Um, it, I, I just don't trust Seattle. Uh, and, and the way they lost that game, by the way, last week. You know, it, it, I don't feel good about it. And I'm not saying Indianapolis is the second coming, but you know, I don't know. I just I don't feel very good about this. Some it's something that's sneaking. So I am pulling the trigger. I'm going to Indianapolis. You guys going to Seattle or anybody with me? Seattle big. <laughs> oh yeah, Seattle. Hey Brian. Seattle big. Hey Brian. Real quick, guys. Brian, I'm oh. going to make another prediction for this game tonight. I think the squirrel in the Louisville game. Scored more touchdowns than the Colts will tonight. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Did you guys see that squirrel in the in the Louisville yeah. game ran oh, into the end zone? That is <laughs> great. Damn. That is Here's great. The deal. If you need some confidence boost, if you need somebody, especially in Seattle, you need somebody to come in and make you feel like you're a man again. Bring in the Colts. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that's true. I mean, their secondary is bad. But Indianapolis had no business winning last week, guys. I mean, my God. I mean, they played the Cardinals. Now, I know this. But, see, right now, I don't know if I'd pick Seattle over Arizona. And here I am, and I just I just pick against Arizona and San Francisco. But San Francisco put up a great fight against the Seattle Seahawks. They lost. But, you know, I, I don't know. Funny, the, the odds of, see, of Indy winning two games in a row without Andrew Luck are about a billion to one. So I think the I odds know. are against. I know, man. I'm playing the lottery, baby. Play. 
I like it though. I like I like the stones on this man, Cuervo. I mean, he, oh. he doesn't hold back, man. He'll tell you, I, and he, he'll probably hit. It's one of those crazy sunny picks that you're wondering. Yeah. I need to get. I need to get a thing. I need to get a thing that it, crazy sunny pick uh, sound bite. I, I I'm going to do that. I'm going to work on that. <laughs> But <laughs> so uh, crazy, crazy sunny one, pick. Sonny. I, I picked uh, Tennessee to beat Georgia yesterday. I look good on that one. Oh well, yeah, I, and I, I I told you about Georgia. They're going to end up in the Final Four. You watch. But that having been said, up on the other side, Washington and Kansas City Monday night. I, I don't have a lot to say about this one because I don't think I'm out of my right mind. It's hard to beat Kansas City at home anyway. And Washington, just because they get the win last week, you know, I, you know, I'm not falling in love with their two-game winning streak they got going on. Uh, Kansas City is just Kansas City. They're just that good. Cuervo. Yeah, they are that good. Um, you know, don't, I, I don't, I don't want you, I don't want anyone to be fooled by what you saw last Sunday night against the Raiders. Should- I think the Raiders went into that game. A little too they confident, threw it. thinking, they thinking it. that, the, the, yeah, they. I don't know if they. You said they threw it. They threw it on purpose because the quarterback didn't want to kneel for the anthem. And that, and Tarvin yeah. picked the Redskins last week. I, I you know, I, and I was shocked when I saw that. Well, he hot, saw something honey. that we didn't. <laughs> So Evidently. he saw something that we didn't, guys. But unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I I just I just think that the Raiders went in there thinking that they had the game won already, and you know that's what happens when you go into games like that. You think you you think you're you've got the game won, and you don't have to really play. Yeah. Then you get your tail kicked. So. Yep. Um, and I think for for Kansas City, they looked at that like, oh man, this team uh, might want to take them serious. And and I think that's what's going to happen. And Kansas City will come out, and I think they'll win by ten points. I think Jack Del Rio had Raider ass for lunch. I mean, because he probably <laughs> chewed them out so bad on Monday. Had their ass for lunch. It's unbelievable. That was a bad performance out on the football field. Uh, but has anybody got any stones to take Washington in this game? I don't. No. No, there's a lot of raisins right now when you start talking about picking against the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. So that leads me to the last game, a big game. It's a Thursday, It's a game this afternoon, and and I like the game. Um, and I figured if we go over, we might as well go over on a good game instead of a bad game. Oakland Raiders, Denver Broncos, two and one, two and one. Both lost last week as well. Um, so, you know, the fact that the Broncos lost to the Bills, you know, hardly gives me a lot of confidence. But Denver at home, man, the record speaks for itself, guys. I, I As much as I like Oakland, okay, that record at home scares me. Every time a game is being played in Denver, Cuervo, they're like, they're like crazy good at home. Um, and uh, Oakland kind of... I don't know. I, parts of me on this one wants to pull the trigger for the Raiders because they are my Super Bowl pick. They should beat this team. Um, but I, 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 I did not pick this one because this is a division game. This was one 
that I didn't pick for Oakland because it was on the road. So that having been said, it's Khalil Mack and Von Miller, and I think Von Miller at home is going to probably have more of the quarterback sandwich than anybody. Cuervo, who do you have in this one? Yeah, so I I, I like – I like Denver in this game, actually. I just think Yay. defensively they're they're clicking on all cylinders right now. They, um, and I don't I don't see Denver or I'm sorry the Raiders really. I don't see them moving the ball against them. this Broncos defense is on fire right now. We all knew they, they are. were good. They're playing but man. Good. They are on another level. They're on another level right now, Sonny. I mean it's 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 pretty it's it's actually pretty special to watch that's how you know that's how good i think they are right now as far as the other side i mean it's 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 going all right i guess <clears throat> it's, you know cj anderson starting to get to get uh better he's starting to get into a good rhythm but i think i think denver wins this game solely on how well their defense is playing i agree tarvin Yo, yo, Tarvin. Woo! Oh, we just lost him. So I think he's seen that we're at the top of the hour or the baby called one of the two. But uh, it is what it is. It's going to, you know, this should, this should be a good game. And, and I, I took two seconds and I looked at it. And the only reason why I took two seconds instead of one, it was Oakland. More than the fact that, you know, I, I get back to that Denver home winning streak. It's a, or not winning streak, but just the way of winning in reality. They play so well at home. And, yeah, it has a lot to do with the altitude. Yeah, you know, we talk about a team that knows how to play uh, in situations like Jacksonville. Jacksonville over in London, you know, I, I like that. I like that pick. Denver at home, I like that pick, and I don't even care who they're playing. If the Patriots flew in there, I'd say Denver. It's hard to pick against the Denver Broncos at home, Corvo. It's one of those things where, you know, and I want to pull the trigger because my Raiders are the Super Bowl pick, but I just don't have enough confidence in them, especially after last week, what I saw and, you know, if they get too big for their britches, they're not going to be able to handle themselves. Right, right. And, <clears throat> yeah, and it's understandable. I mean, it's just, you know, you have to continue to keep yourself humble throughout the season or else you're going to get shellacked like they did last week against Dad. I'm sorry, Sonny. The Raiders had no business losing that game to the Redskins. The Redskins are, they're not good. They're just not good. But they made, they made, the Raiders made them look good because they weren't prepared. They weren't prepared, and I think they went in thinking they were had no problem winning this game because of that's what how I'm good saying. they are. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying earlier is that they, they went into that game way too confident, and it came back and it bit, bit them in the ass. Big time. Big time. Had You're right, Cuervo. Had no business losing that game, you know, last week, and, you know, it – it just goes to show when you think you got everything rolling, how quick it can turn around on you. Uh, you know, they call it every any given Sunday for a reason. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, it, it is what it is. We got about five minutes, Cuervo. Anything you want to cover before we're out of here? Hey, what's the score of the game going on? I've lost track of that. 
Oh, that 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 thing's gone final. It's been final for a little while, Sonny. Final score: Saints twenty, Dolphins nothing. Zero. God, that was a bad, 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 bad pick. <laughs> Should have known better. Hey, they played with them for a half. How about that? Hey, that's true. <clears throat> Sad, and it was tied sad, when sad. the ball, the game started, so that's a good yeah. thing too. And it was tied at halftime. So, mm-hmm. yeah, sure was. Hey, they put up a good fight for the first half. So, <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I pulled the trigger. I can't believe I pulled the trigger on Indianapolis. I, I wanted to go back and and rethink that in the last. I, I just don't have enough in Seattle. I just don't trust that football team right now. They're, they're not all on the same page, and I'm not saying Indianapolis is, but I think they're on the same page more than Seattle. I don't know. The I don't know what level, that is, The but... talent level. Hey, man, this, this is my thinking, Cuervo. Russell Wilson should throw for 300 yards, three touchdowns. I just don't see it happening. And he will. And he will. Oh, you think so? Look what he did a- Sonny, look what he did to the Titans last week. And the Titans are supposed to be a good defense. He yeah, had a career game. He had a career game against them. Listen, the Titans' defense, though, you know, against weak teams can get in the backfield. You know, and they should have gotten into the backfield. I, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it that whole thing was that whole thing was a mess last week. I don't know. Let, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Where is it? Where is it, Cuervo? Trying to find it. Last week, last week. Where are the? Were they on the road last week, Cuervo? Seattle. Seattle yes, they were on the road. There it is. They were playing the Titans. Who won that game? Mm-hmm. Titans won that game, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they beat the yeah. Seahawks. They beat the Seahawks. But. Yeah, what I'm saying is that Russell Wilson had a, you know, almost 400 yards and four touchdowns against. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson had a great game. It was a career as a career game. Um, so, and now he goes to play a defense that is just hot garbage, as they say. So yeah, I, I I'm not saying he's going to outdo what he did last week. I think he's going to have another good game, and it's going to be a solid game. Three seventy-three, four touchdowns. So, yeah, and I don't think he's going to turn the ball over. That's the biggest thing. He's not going to turn the ball over. Well, yeah, and and I don't know if Doug Baldwin's going to play. If he's going to play, he's going to play in this one. And the reason why is is that he they need to get Doug Baldwin going on the offensive side of the ball. Yes, he's hurt. Yes, he's injured. Uh, but these are the kind of games. If, if Seattle wins, I think Baldwin could have a big game. Uh, they need to get him more involved in the offense because of the, the injury. Cuervos. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just don't feel good about it at all. There's that, that Seattle team is just a mess. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to get over it. It's one of those things. So, you know, I, I want to see them. I want to see them play like they were going into the, to the championship games, going into the Super Bowl. And I just don't think they're the same team. They don't have that. They don't have that presence about them. I don't think anyway. Right. 
Well, I mean, so. I, I, I think for tonight they're going to win. We'll hold our fingers. We did it three weeks. I'm going to be in Arizona next week, but we're going to be doing a show um, on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So we will be back next week. I'm going to be visiting the old man down in Arizona, enjoying some time with him on my bye week for high school football. So that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Red Zone Bound Rating Start Square Vote. This one's good. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm changing it right now. Yep, I am too. I'm turning it over right now. So that's going to do it for us. Everybody have a good one. We'll be back next Sunday on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and we'll knock it out here. Where's my zombie? There it is right there. Everybody, we're out of here. Bye-bye.